Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 15 tomorrow, December 11th from Biloxi, Mississippi and live on the BK TV app. Nick, I'm you and I excited. are going to be gonna ringside be for that hitter. Oh, yeah. We still got to coordinate our outfits and things like that. But, yeah. Uh, I was thinking of the Dumb and Dumber thing. I would do the orange suit, the three-piece oh. suit. You do the blue one. We'd have canes. I think <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, we get invited to any New Year's uh, combats. That's what we're doing. Any particular matchup tomorrow night that you're looking forward to? Um, Is it just I'm, an all-around culminating uh, event that you're excited no, about? No, I'm or? excited to see the guy El Tornado. Oh, good job. El Tornado. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see him. I mean, he destroyed the European circuit. He came out here. He already tries to cause a little ruckus with the champion. Uh, so I guess tomorrow night we're going to learn a lot about him, but he is fighting Charles Crazy Horse. I am Bennett, most excited about seeing And Charles Bennett is awful. <sighs> Man, you could get uh, – you, you could go either way with him, right? Like he might get knocked out or probably quit in the corner or he might pull out a knife. So yeah. – you know, there's a lot of things. Or, or, of or he likes to say he broke his hand, but yeah. not provide x-rays or take medical attention. But, you know, he broke him. He knows. He so knows. that's so that's who I'm looking forward to seeing because whatever's happened recently. I mean, I remember 2005, 2006, uh, seeing him in Pride and like it was just. He was geez, actually supposed man. to fight on some no love entertainment cards back in the day and some shenanigans took place back then. And he was an old no show. I, I mean, dude, shenanigans are like half of his game. I mean, that's without the shenanigans, he would be nobody, I think. Sounds like a good nickname. Shenan Charles hey, what? Shenanigans. What's what's the name of that place with all the kooky shit on the walls? <laughs> there is a bar out here called Shenanigans. Jeffrey Hoffman, this is Nikki the G, Nicholas Sherlock, welcoming you guys to the nineteenth episode of the Fight Sport Focus Podcast, and joined in studio by the one and only Angel Spitali, who I've been told is not an Italian. She says she's not an Italian. <laughs> it's a mixed Filipino. Like a Heinz 57. It's definitely genealogy it's pending. Hi, yeah. guys. Angelia here. And if you haven't noticed, well, if you're watching, you've definitely noticed. And if you're listening to the regular format, you wouldn't even have known if we didn't say anything. We would not. <laughs> so it's a completely useless statement. Let me just preface by saying that we're live. We're live. We got video going. You know, we had to do powder makeup. All that stuff. When did we get makeup? Well, that I was before. Cheated. That was before y'all got here. We did makeup, so you did makeup. makeup. <laughs> he did makeup because uh, we kind of got here at the same time. We we did makeup, and you two just missed out. So sometimes you know the we activity turns into one, an army of one. The we like is it. me. So so okay. there's a couple things we need to address here in studio. Uh, number one, I don't see the app for us being live, and number two, we got our title belt. And Jeff took a picture by his damn self. He could have <laughs> held up a cutout of me. He could have pulled up a picture on his phone of me and held it up next to him. No, just completely left me out, but it's okay. Shout out to Brad from Alt 92.3 for, for uh, meeting me at school and, and dropping off the belt in a velour uh, case. I'm pretty sure it's velour. Oh, yeah. You felt nice. it. I don't know if you saw our title belt hanging in the, in the background. Yeah. It's very nice. Award winning. Yeah, we won. We won best podcast. I like that. Good job, guys. I mean, sometimes you know, you go out there, you give one hundred and ten percent. You know, you want to, you want to sound good. You end up sounding good. You get good guests, and then you win title belts. It happens. You've been giving it one hundred and ten percent. I've been giving it about. I've been at about thirty. I thought thirty. All right. I've been giving about one hundred and thirty. I got. I got a literally thirty. I got a real job, Holmes. I got to get up here. It's pretty awesome to have a title belt. That's right. You know. 
Yeah. And a title belt. I we like we it. got a pride title belt too. I don't know. I don't know who Jeff beat for that, but <laughs> definitely. I think it was like a thumb wrestling event. <laughs> so this one's just a relic, <laughs> but this is the real deal. We had a fight in the trenches for that, and we're bringing it tomorrow. It's a bare knuckle fight in championship 15, gonna be over our shoulder. That's right. Might run in a Louis Palomino with his, you know, 146-year-old uh uh what is it, the police gazette bare knuckle belt, and that's, that's good right. and fine. But this thing, this thing's getting around. It's gonna get some traction tomorrow. Oh yeah, absolutely. We did have Tan Lee in studio with his one FC featherweight belt. He begged us to trade and we begged us. And we were like, no time. Come on now. We earned this one. Yeah. Your one FC world champion belt is useless here. I That's mean, right. Do you, have, do you see the like, way you have no power here? <laughs> this, this is it. <laughs> so Angel, tell us about yourself. Uh, you're obviously on the fight sport focus podcast, assuming that there is some fight and or sport involved. Yeah, there can be. Um, so, uh, first off, my name is Angel. Oh, God, it's right there on my face. Okay. That's right. We, we talked about this. I know. It's just so close. I'm not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I found... You're drifting. I need to hold it right. <laughs> no, you're good. We got to get you like that Madonna mic that just kind of sits on your face, and then no matter where you the, move, the it the just The Taco Bell microphone? You, yeah. Like you're working the drive through baby. Oh, yeah. It's like, we need to talk, but I need to work. Like the first really round of headsets. Xbox headset at home, but that's about it. <laughs> but yeah, so <laughs> I found my journey to martial arts through um, trying to. Nope, nothing. I'm sorry. I'm not even moving. I have any. Are those headphones even working? <laughs> I can hear the headphones. Want to try them? I can you, hear myself. You should so be able loud. to hear. Just keep that thing right in front of your face. What are y'all hearing? Because so, I'm I'm loud. It's loud. That's because you're screaming. Yeah. Okay. Why, why are you yelling at us? You're our guest. We invited you here. Have <laughs> not been nice so to you? Confusing. He gave you some wine? Okay. Y'all are so confusing. Okay, start over, but just make sure to keep that microphone right there. It's, it, no pressure. We're yeah, live. Zero pressure. It's, it's literally touching my chin. We're going to edit all of this out. Okay. <laughs> Except for the live. No, the live stuff, too. We're going to travel back in we time. We are live. Okay, so I found um, my relationship with fights and combat sports probably I would say seven years ago seven almost eight years ago um it was a very good outlet for me to bring out the aggression you know sometimes I used running when I was in high school I didn't I had no control over anything else in my life except for working out you know like stuff happened I can go to my room I could work out and you couldn't stop me I could control predominantly what I ate and what I intaked into my body so I cut out a lot of sodas and then I worked out um, martial arts came through trying to channel the aggression and trying to turn myself into something else. I grew up very, very country, very like horses, very, um, things that a lot of city girls didn't quite do. So the way I found that is out here, there was a lot of guys who fought. So it was more of one of the tougher things out here. So it attracted me towards that. You know, it gave me it gave me something to lift my chin up to. And I felt proud to do versus kind of being scared in the background. Does so was sense? there was there anything in particular in your life that made that martial arts choice for you? Because most most people have that moment in their life where this is the exact reason why I did that. Yes, to be exact. Um I once, okay, try, try to understand what I'm about to say. I am a victim of sexual assault. However, I do not claim victim mentality. Okay. I see myself now as a warrior because I've been through it. I'm not scared anymore. It's more of I've, I've ascended past that victim mentality to 
am I the baddest bitch out there? No, but you know what? I will put up a fight. Right. You know, and, and I look back at younger me and that fight wasn't there. And so now I have that, um, would, would tenacity be the proper word? I have, I have that fight. Like if you're going right. to come at me, that that's fine, but you're going to remember who I am. And so there was a lot of times in my life that I was hopeless, that I, I felt helpless and I had no fight in me whenever I got older and I had the choice to learn how to fight. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of times that with assault victims and sexual, let's see, a sexual assault abuse victims, they begin to kind of cower down. We see ourselves for a little while as this is all we're good for. This is the only thing that we are meant to be. But there is a turning point in everybody's lives that I think that somebody needs to realize where you have the choice to fight back. And whenever I was given a choice to find who and where the fight was in me, it it just set ablaze. You know, I, I had a moment where I was feeling down and it, it finally clicked, just fight back, just fight back, like stop, fight. And I did. And it felt good. It felt really, really good. And so being around people that I could take my aggression out, but I could also learn to defend myself from the situations I had previously been in, it was a peace far better than anything I had felt before. And with that, I could also, I learned to kind of transmute my own, uh, what's, what's the word, fears, and learn that I could show other people that, hey, I, I know what you're dealing with, I know what you've been with, and I know how you feel, but there is another way. There's a way to walk with your chin up. There's a way to fight back. There's a way, there's another way. You don't have to cower. You don't have to feel like you're less down. You don't have to feel what you're feeling now. Just stand up and give it a chance. And I found that through martial arts. Right. Is that why, so you're now a coach. You said you've got classes tomorrow. What exactly do you coach? So I am a certified personal trainer. Um, I teach boxing and striking and self-defense classes. Currently, uh, me and Myron Goday, we uh, own a business called Courage Combatives. Um, what's interesting about our dynamic is he has been in the police force. He's been in, in, I mean, he, his extensive resume, I believe he was on a podcast a while ago. I hope everybody listened to that. He has such a beautiful resume. Huh? I think it was this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is it. I hope everybody listened to that, but he has such a beautiful resume and he's really, really worked to where he has, where he is. So he has the dynamic of he stepped up in the world to be a protector. I have the dynamic on the opposite side of the coin, as in I have been the victim. Right. So if I can flip that switch into a warrior mentality and show other people, hey, not 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 all cops are bad. Like some of them legitimately want to help you, you know, like like just give them a chance. So I think I'm able to give certain people a different viewpoint and certain people, especially women, a lot, a lot of women we see, I know I'm kind of all over the place, but a lot of women, when you put a man in front of us and you say, okay, you can do X, Y, Z. And we're like, yeah, that's easy for you. Biologically, you're stronger than us. We have that, that little ting in the back of our head, whether we like it or not. Yep. But when you put me in front of them, I'm not a really big girl. 
You know, if, if I can do it, what excuse do you have? If I've been through what I do, what excuse do you have? And so it gives me and Myron a very, very good dynamic. So we go around, we teach self-defense, um, we teach boxing, um, overall fitness. We do personal clients, um, one-on-one training, group training at New State Fitness. Um, the future is going to be, I want to la- launch a program called Guardian Angel. Guardian Angel, of course, is a play on my name. Yay. <laughs> But I want it to be as I ascended from something else and now I'm teaching other people to walk through the fire that I've been through. I want to house abuse, uh, sexual assault or anybody else with a darker background in a martial arts setting to show them the familyhood, the, um, the, the, the girth, the strength and the courage that comes with a martial arts family. Yeah, okay. So we asked Myron when he was here, um, if you were teaching a lady or maybe even a guy, right, that just wanted to learn the most basic self-defense that they could, mm-hmm. right? And you only had a short amount of time and they weren't interested in the whole gamut of things. What would you think is the most useful thing that you could teach them? So um, Tony, Tony Blower, Blower, Blower. Oh, please don't. No, he's <laughs> going to get me. He's going to get me. Yep. Edit that one out. Okay. So Tony B with Spear Tactical Systems, he teaches something. Um, it's, it's, it's called Spear and it, it, it utilizes our body's natural response system. Um, for example, if you're digging in a closet and shoes fall, oh shit. I mean, you don't do like none of this and like Taekwondo and yeah. You do this mechanism. See, I usually backflip into a crouched <laughs> position. Ready That's to totally you. It's totally you. <laughs> it's very nimble. Yeah. The hair whips out from the side and just That's pops right. it. Yeah. So you do this stance and this is your outside 90. So I like to teach people the outside 90 because it takes your body's phil- uh, physiology and it uses uh, extensor versus flexor muscles, therefore making you stronger. So I would use that in combination with basic boxing. Okay. So blunt force trauma stops and breaks and disrupts fights because if somebody's going to attack me yes i'm a small girl but if i punch you two or three fucking times really really hard you're going to think about what you're doing and so if i can use my own body mechanics to make it harder for you to get closer to me and pull me around it's gonna at least make you second guess so outside 90 from spear and definitely basic boxing. So this is definitely not the traditional self-defense class where they just give you that false sense of security uh, when they're doing that stuff like a uh, guy comes that, in with a knife. And you, what is that movie? Uh, Sandra Bullock did Miss Congeniality. Like we have to sing. <laughs> Stomp the toe, punch the groin, <laughs> oh, yeah. hit the ears. Yeah, no, 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 no. This actually. What is, um, what do you, what do you think that, why are people drawn to that false sense of security instead of an actual program that works i mean where do you even say that because nobody wants to put in the work they want to simply say okay i did this i'm good professor marcus dempsey was in here and he's a high he's like he's like a fourth grade taekwondo black belt uh, but he opened a jiu-jitsu school and we asked him why Mm -hmm. is there no jiu-jitsu program he said because there's no business model for striking he said people love why is there why is there no striking program at his uh yeah he said he goes he said because there's no business plan for it he said because people love the idea of striking Mm -hmm. he said but once you're standing in front of somebody four or five nights a week and they're hitting you back and you're bruised and you have a black eye wanted to work the next day all busted up yeah he goes people just slowly but surely fade off from it so it's it seems like it's kind of the same thing is people like the idea mm-hmm. of becoming combat ready but then don't want to understand that you have to go through combat 
to get combat ready. Well, of course. Think of everybody who loves Call of Duty and paintball. Y'all are all game about going in a firefight until you got bullets whizzing at you. And then you don't love no left from right. You know, like everybody right. likes the idea and everybody has a plan to get punched in the face. Yep. You know, and I think where that's a very essential part of basic boxing because you learn to function under that stress. Oh, shit. I just got punched in the face. What do I got to do? Do you freeze? No, you you learn to grow outside of that comfort zone. So oh, I need to swing back. So have you ever had any like full contact sparring with Myron? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> How hard is that fucker to hit? Oh, he's literally, literally knocked the snot out of me. <laughs> I remember I was so excited this one time and he's, he's got this move where he, he slaps your jab down. He comes over the top with like a hammer fist. (laughs) I landed that on him one day. I just went pop, pop. And I started celebrating. He hit me with the right (laughs) and then told me no celebrating. The snot came out of me. (laughs) What, what makes Myron's movement so good? Is it footwork? Is it uh, his upper body? Does he do, you know, in the shell? The oh, thing with Myron is, is he combines so many different martial arts into one. Like we're taking um, Takiti or Screamo, better yet known. And there's a lot of times that he will incorporate that footwork into it. And it's, 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 it's rather beautiful, actually, his head movement. Just when you think you have it figured out, boom, there's something over the top. And normally it's an overhand right. But... Now, I figured out a couple little secrets. Myron, I'm coming for you. But, but, that's years to come. He's, but, get, he's getting old, man. It's time, time to pounce. Oh, yeah, okay. You throw him gloves with him. <laughs> <laughs> you throw him gloves. I haven't sparred Myron in like 10 years, but it was, I mean, it's the same thing. He's like, Myron would just physically exhaust me in the first two and a half minutes because he knew what I'd want to wrestle and I want to fight close, but he's just so good at hand placement and body movement that yeah. you would be physically exhausted. And then once you're tired, he can do whatever he wants to you. Yeah. yeah. It's true. He he's- literally fights. I mean, he, he's a distance fighter. You know, he's one of those guys that he's seeing, he's reading what you're giving him and he's going to take that. So it's one of the things where you'll walk into punches and he doesn't have crazy gorilla one punch shot at power. But it's just so perfectly placed that it hurts. You're moving into it while he's stri- he's yeah. coming to strike yeah. you. I mean, it's just the perfect strike over and over and over again. He's got immaculate timing. Yeah. He, he he truly t- he truly does, and he'll tell you that himself. It may, it may not be the fastest punches, but it's the timing. It's it's almost like the guys. Uh, boxed every day for like forty years. Yeah, yeah, almost, almost like that's almost what like he's that. been doing. But he's been, I'm sure. I have literally seen him like round robin everybody at our gym, and they're just wailing on him, and he doesn't even have a rest period. It's 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 close to inhuman. No, which I love the fact that I'm training under him. I I I, I he's a encyclopedia of knowledge. He truly is. Um, so it's, it's definitely an honor training under him. I can honestly tell you, I've never asked that man a question where he was like, you know what? I don't know. He'll, I mean, he'll tell you, give me a second. Yeah. But he always finds the answer if he doesn't have it. Like That's he's, very true. he's very knowledgeable. He was a very knowledgeable guy. When he was here in studio, we would just, even after the, the lights went off and we were still talking as we were just kind of hanging out for a minute. I mean, the guy is just. He has an answer for everything. I mean, because he, he's been so uh, so many places and he's yeah. seen so much and he's been involved in direct contact with other humans. Because a lot of us have jobs where like if you work in a cubicle or you work at the bank, 
You go to the bank, you deal with the people that come through the line, and you go home. That's a normal person. Where Myron doesn't have that lifestyle, he has the lifestyle of being a law enforcement officer where he's going to deal with tons of strangers every day in high-stakes situation, Yeah, and he's got to remain calm. And when he's sparring, I mean, it's nothing, right? Yep. A lot of people would be nervous in that situation. He's, calm, I mean, he's, been, he's been in real firefights, so, I mean, he's not worried about a punch. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's very true. That's very true. So, um, Angel, you said you were a country girl. Uh, tell us where you're from. So, um, throughout my childhood, I moved around a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but the places like my mom right now, she's in Albany, Louisiana. Um, there's literally one red light there. So coming from Albany, sure you've been there. Yeah, I've been to Albany quite a few times. <laughs> oh boy, I don't I'm actually know. catching Pokemon I'm out there. I think I actually might be going through Pokemon in Albany tonight. <laughs> any any Charizards or? Uh, you can no, get this a Pikachu. One, this one's like a little like a, like a little 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 Weedle. So the, oh my! So that's God. what I always ain't, you know, ain't, ain't worth much, but you still got to get it. So you, you know, Nick's the bounty hunter. So that's what I always say whenever he's going out and catching uh, perps. I'm always like, you getting them Pokemon, huh? You gotta you gotta catch them all. But yeah, so your mom mom's in Albany. Mom, yeah, Louisiana. What, what did you just say? Al- Albany. Albany. He said Albany. Is it, Albany. Was that wrong? Albany. What did I say? I said Albany. He said, he said Albany. Albany. <laughs> Jeff likes to pretend he's from Louisiana. He's really not. <laughs> <laughs> so Albany, Louisiana is where my mom's at. Um, my dad's out in Denham Springs. And um, yeah, so I kind of grew up moving place to place. And it was all very small towns. Uh, I moved out here. When did I move out here? 2014 for a guy. It didn't go well, but that's okay. I oh, am where man. I am. That usually yeah. works out. <laughs> Nick, Nick's got yeah, a few know, of those right? stories. So, but it's it's okay. I found a little spot. Me and my daughter have her spot. We made it work. Um, I think I think the city. It's so crazy. I was so ready to move out of this place, and then somebody said, "Hey, before you move, like, have you been out in New Orleans during the daytime?" And I'm like, "Actually, no, I haven't." They're like, "Before you move, let me show you a couple things." And I legitimately fell in love with the city. You know, like, like what, what were some of the things that you saw during the day that maybe at night you didn't notice? Well, there was less piss, puke, and regret <laughs> during the daytime. Where'd you find that at? Uh, not on bourbon. <laughs> not on bourbon. <laughs> it was just, it was, it was, it was different places. There's always somebody to talk to. There's, there's free things going on all over the place. Half the time you can get free alcohol if you just know the right places, you know? Um, I only go to those places. Exactly. <laughs> but there's always something to do. There's always something, somebody to talk to. And the variety is just so much bigger. I mean, Albany, I think there may, 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 if you're listening, excuse me, there might be oh, one not listening. Martial, <laughs> there might be one martial arts school within the, the general proximity. And it's just a very, I don't know. I small, thought, hmm? I'm sorry to interrupt. I thought uh, Holobo was opening up a school right out there. Kurt Holobo. I'm not sure. There used to be one. Maybe Franklinton. Is that close? Franklinton. I Franklin track is Washington Parish. Dude, I don't know what this stuff is. Is Wash is that is it close? Are they geographically I don't uh, think so. near? Because no? Franklinton right. has hills. I remember cross country used to run there and there was hills there. They got hollows and hills. <laughs> I have to see that to believe it. I'm sorry for the interruption. You got on. lots of horses out there. <laughs> the horses, I believe. They have the, the, the Wash well, the Washington Parish Fair is actually like a huge event every year. Huge for for Washington Parish. Most of the surrounding parishes go to. We but usually go to it every year, but okay. uh, we were told this year we couldn't go by uh, uh, John Bell Edwards. Oh. He said we couldn't go. He said no fun. He said if you're thinking about having fun, you fucking stop it right now. <laughs> it was on TV. I watched it. I'll send you the link. 
so keep going. We keep interrupting. We're, no, it's we're good. Being it's good. Bad I, I like this. I like this. Bad host. Um, so Albany Hills, uh, there was a horse in there. So you were riding horses to and from school. Go Actually, ahead. I did. I did ride horses growing up. Thank you very much. To and I from did. school? Not Did they have like a post school. outside where you like wrap it up <laughs> like know. the Westerns? Or? <laughs> no, you just lock them up, man. You use the master. <laughs> Actually, legit in high the school, hoof. there were people who drove four wheelers up to school. There was there was literal right right around the baseball fields. People would legitimately park their four wheelers. So, uh, but yeah, to, to to wrap that up, intern, it was a very small place. You know, like the small town living is nice in a sense right. that everybody knows everybody, but it's miserable because everybody fucking knows everybody. Hmm. <clears throat> so it, it's, well, it's you, oh, you yeah. should find that way, especially with the combat sports world now. Everybody knows everybody. I'm learning that, but honestly, it's it's nowhere near as bad. It's okay. nowhere near as bad. It's like small towns are like going to high school that never ends. The thing about mm. small towns in, in in combat sports, if you talk shit about me, it's cool. We're gonna go. We're gonna go settle it on the mats. In small town, they don't do that. You you couldn't go settle something with somebody in Albany right now if you wanted to. I mean, you absolutely, could. you could. You I, think, could. I think they have like one and a half cops too. Yeah, like you're not getting you caught. Could. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, small town. So I, I like it out here just because it's so much variety. And and the thing with my daughter is, I'm. I mean, my, my daughter's eight. She'll be nine in May. Um, single mom. Yay! I kept a human alive. <laughs> Just a does bragging she, moment. Does she, tough challenge. Does she train tough too? Job. She does. So she used to do judo back when we were at Mushin. Um, when that gym closed, she does Brazilian jiu-jitsu and she is a striker. So boxing, judo, jiu-jitsu. So you coach striking, self-defense, no grappling, no BJJ. Let's not call me out on that, but <laughs> it's in progress. I felt like it was the elephant in the room. I mean, so, so my background is... Because I've heard you were going to fight eventually yes okay it will okay. happen honestly it's it's on that bucket list it's right. on that bucket list just a bucket list or looking to make a run at it what, make a what, what possible way career we're gonna see where it is so right now i'm at 113 i weigh myself today Woohoo! um i used one to four, weigh 115 is kind of kind of like the smallest weight class maybe adam yeah. weight 105 huh I don't know any girls that fight at that weight class. So, Not around here, but I mean, so fun, fun, fun. Probably find you a small guy. When I yeah, when I met thirteen Myron, year old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as they sign the contract, it's legal. That's right. I mean, they, they had that. They had that chick that fought that giant ass fat dude. dude. I mean, really? we're, we're we're off topic here, but did you see that? that I was, did. Watch, I watched that entire fight. Is it Russia? Not. Russia has been going this hard dude in the was pandemic. Four hundred fifty pounds, just slightly fat. <gasps> Wait, no, I heard about that. Yeah, and she it, beat him up. About it, and she beat him up. Mm-hmm. But it was like wh- this doesn't prove anything. Put her in there with like Chad Mendez, and then let's <laughs> oh and then God. let's see the that fight would then. prove nothing. <laughs> her beating up the fat guy proved and a then, whole uh, bunch. And then he needs to put on the shirt that was like, "I believe in equality." Is she gonna? <laughs> say um, that would be the end. That would be the end of the movement. <laughs> so Russia's been going hard during the pandemic. They've they've got the fight circus where they're Russia they're doing like a lot of group fights. Ever they want. Really? Yeah, a lot of like three on ones. There was a three on one that I watched that was really bad. Stole their idea. Please send me this link. We talked about Brock Lesnar. Because at one point, Brock Lesnar, if he would have beat Velasquez, he would have cleaned out the heavyweight division. Yeah. Then they should have put him in there like two welterweights at the same time. Yeah. That's fair. I'm about this. Just bring back the arena. Did you ever Where's watch? Where's the Coliseum? Did you ever watch? And they did like the, it's it's Russia too, and they did team MMA. Oh five, yeah, it's five yeah. on five. And it was a big. It was like a giant yeah. mat. It's probably like a hundred by a hundred. Yeah, like a and taekwondo. They have like you start it off, and they say go. You actually literally have to run towards each other, and there's like ten refs out, and so usually it, what happens is, uh, let's say you finish your opponent first. 
then you can run over and help your teammate yeah. who might possibly be holding their guy down. Hit him with a little soccer kick. So uh, That's over. Move on to the next. Dude, life's so cheap in Russia, man. And it's funny you say soccer because it was after a soccer game. (laughs) Soccer people are crazy. (laughs) They are fucking crazy. What do they call them? Soccer hooligans? The hooligans, yeah. That's the uh, troublemakers. Don't they go to the games just to get in a fight? Yeah. So uh, It's probably because they're so fucking bored. They're like, shit, we need some excitement. Well, you know what? Let's start a fight. Here's the thing. (laughs) When I lived in Chile, uh, so for their soccer league, and it was actually pretty small. Like You go to high school football games in Louisiana that were much bigger. Opposing team fans had to get there maybe four hours early. They had a reserved section with fencing that was, you know, 30 or 40 feet high wrapped in barbed wire. I asked my friend, like, what's that all about? I was like, yeah, yeah, they have to. They'd get, they'd get their asses beat. Every, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. And it was a small game. And like I said, you'd go to, I don't know, up Monroe or somewhere in the high school football game. Any Friday night would be much, much, much bigger than that. Exactly. Because it's a real sport. <laughs> Don't be like that, man. Shots fired. <laughs> Don't be like that. Shots fired. It's like, man, it's like, do you know why? Like, I think Daniel Tosh said it once. He's like, do you know why soccer is so popular in third world countries? He said, because when it's that hot and you're that miserable, you have to run about 13 miles to be able to pass out to go to sleep. <laughs> He's like, that's wow. why they're so popular. Wow. <laughs> Your words. That was actually Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Tosh's words. Daniel Tosh's, that's Tosh's words, <laughs> not mine. You guys remember that. I didn't say that. I just told you about it. You gotta do like the hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag Daniel. So the fight circus has been going pretty hard. We need to do a uh, fight companion one day to the uh, Russian uh, spectacle. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I agree. You know? Yeah. So how do you feel about the old bare knuckle boxing? Have you got a chance to see any? Uh, it's not. Uh, we keep calling it bare knuckle boxing, yeah. but it's not bare knuckle bare boxing. Bare knuckle fighting champ. Bare knuckle fighting. Honestly, I'm a little bit in the dark for this. I'm I'm in the dark, but I'm we'll definitely We'll be at the show it. Friday night. Like tomorrow night, we'll be at the show. Yep. Um, but you can get it on the their on their app. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a rel- relatively inexpensive. Yeah, BK uh, TV app. I think it's yeah. Like it's different. It's nothing to what you think you would than what you think it would be. It, it's okay. seeing it live kind of changed my pers- perception of the sport. Watching all the rules, seeing all the little different nuances that you can only see live. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan. I think it's the next evolution of combat sports. There's a lot of MMA guys, a lot of high level. MMA guys and coaches and jujitsu guys that are not supportive of bare knuckle whatsoever, which is very strange to me because I feel like this is the next step in combat sports. Like you got to keep giving guys an opportunity to continue to make money. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Or at least something that they can coexist together very nicely. Yeah, very very nicely. Right. Like one doesn't take you away can, from the other. You can still, you can do both and they're two different boxing commissions. Yeah. Yeah. No, I follow them on uh, YouTube, actually. Um, them, Bellator, and uh, Valencia. Is that the other one? Don't you give me that. Okay, right. Hold the mic. Get the mic. Hold That's the mic. That's right. Hello, Mike. What she's doing is I think she's watching Bellator over there. Yeah, definitely. That's what. Over. Are you watching Bellator or are you no, thinking about. Are you Dude, thinking? it's Uncle Chael's on TV, like right as she was drifting. I mean, I mean either, she was just beating her ass. I mean, either she's watching Bellator or I she's thinking back. about that book report she brought with her. You know, that, yeah, that was that was my is, can very... I, can, I, can I check that out? Okay, let's yeah. let's, ahead, let's talk about this. So right. this was my speech. I went in front of, it's uh, it's called Banded Brothers. It's a biker gang that stop, is... Stop, stop. They are, they, are the banded, they are the Banded Brothers Motorcycle Club. Oh, excuse and me. And they are made Uh-oh. up of prior military and first responders. I was getting to that, mister. 
Well, you called them a gang. Dude, not. stealing your thunder. Excuse me, I did. I misused the gang, biker club. Mm. Well, gang could just be a group of people. That's what lawfully, I meant. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> you need to go look up. Okay, you need to go got, look up got... Rico and then talk to me about that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He's getting technical, but yes, I went in front of the club. Mm. All right. And um, so I think this was around February. I was asking them for support for Guardian Angel, which I was going to make my nonprofit. Um, as I stated earlier, I wanted to house people who had been through sexual assault, abuse, things like that in a martial arts setting. I wanted to tour from different schools. My vow was to go and tour, I believe, 24 schools, at least two a month. Um, and give speeches on self-defense, sexual assault, and see if anybody would come forth out of confidence and seek help. Um, now, right. everything would be 100% confident, and I asked for funding. And the the response there was amazing. Um, everybody was so open and received me so well. They listened to my speech. I had several of the gentlemen come up and talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, and they agreed to fund me. Now, then, covid Right. So I've kind of paused all that just because I want to do this justice. Now, during COVID, everybody's hurting. Don't get me wrong. I'm a single mom. I'm hurt. Yep. I didn't want to take the funds that I promised to this nonprofit and turn them into something personal. Right. So the legalities of a nonprofit, I have to have board members and I have to have people who are going to set me straight. I can't say, okay, I'm, I'm the owner. I'm going to pay myself, blah, 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 blah. I have to have people who are going to hold me accountable. So if I say I need X, Y, Z for this money, they're like, all right, well, what's it for? Or you right. haven't fulfilled yeah. your obligations. I needed people to check me. And so I asked them if they would like to be a member that way they could keep me, um, keep me on task. And they said, yes. So, but since then, I actually, I have been quite absent, but I've also done it out of pure intentions because I didn't want to take any money and put it towards anything that wasn't guardian angel related. Right. So it's guardian angel. It's up and running currently. It is not up and running. Currently. Not up and running currently. It is okay. not up and running. Do you have any information that you could give listeners, viewers, uh, how they can help, how they can get involved if they so desire. So right now, honestly, I've, I've kind of put a stop to it. My main focus has been on the courage combatives. Um, if you want to learn more, um, it's, it's, it's all about social medias nowadays. You know, I, I'm big on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. You can find courage combatives on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, or you can look up my Instagram, um, tag It's angel underscore underscore L I a, and then you can follow us there. Um, I will put updates about it, but right now I just, I've posted it all, you know, I've just kind of like paused everything until I can truly give it justice. Now I'm hoping by May of next year that I can fully launch it and be true to it. But right now to say, I'm going to go tour, um, 24 schools, it's, it's not going to happen yeah. with COVID, you know? So I right. can't say for sure, Hey, give me money so I can go and do this whenever I can't fulfill my obligations. So you're just kind of waiting on the state yeah. to open back up and things get normal. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. Now, if there's anybody out there who's been through any type of situations and they're looking for training, I will a hundred percent take you on. I have no issues there, whether it's under your guardian angel or not, whether it's just myself or even with Myron, we are open to this. I, I want to use my story and my past as a way to kind of just just lead the way through what I've been through, you know, like 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 reach out and say, you know what, I've been there. I've done that because at that at that point in life, you kind of get confused. 
Right. You know? And so if you have somebody that says, come on, and they believe in you and they trust you and they push you and they're there for you, it really will take somebody out of a dark spot. Yeah. So that's what guardian angels supposed to be. But right now I'm just kind of really focused on courage combatives. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And all that's good and fine. I'm looking over your book report here and I don't see, I don't see any of that. <laughs> I'm hearing it's Abraham Lincoln was born in 1802 in a log cabin. That's right, all, right. that's all I had here. It seems fascinating. I mean, he's one yeah. of my Do so you want to tell us about that doodle I mean. on the back? Actually, yeah. So uh, the doodle in the back, I don't know if y'all can actually see it. So if you ever, if you study combat sports, you have a boxer square. Okay. You know the boxer square, right? Yep. So you have your square right here. This is where I start my basic students at. You learn how to move left and right, up and down. After that, once you're a little bit advantaged or uh, more advanced, I teach you the side to side, the diagonals. All right. And then from there... I'm going to take you from this position and I'm going to elevate you to where this halo is. I'm going to show you a different viewpoint of how you're supposed to move and where your opponent moves. I want to just take you out of the situation where you are and move you to another element. Okay. And so that's, that's kind of incongruence of what I'm trying to do with people's mindset at the same time. And so from here, I just kind of added the little wings. Okay. Um, is that kind of your symbol for Courage Combatives? Yeah, Guardian Angel. <laughs> no, this is more Guardian Angel guardian versus Car- okay. Courage okay. Combatives. So the Courage Combatives, actually my own 100% design logo. Um, let's see. I don't know if I can spin to the camera to see this. So right, You got to move yeah, your yeah, hair. Yeah, you got to get that ponytail out of there. Nick is very familiar with that move. You see it? Gonna- That's right, because oh. I have a luxurious <laughs> luscious ponytail. So it's got a dragon and a phoenix. Okay. So the way the way I like to believe that's symbolic for is one of them is rising up from the ashes as a phoenix should yep. um, to lead the other one. Now, you will have to ask Myron about that because, again, he designed that. That's 100 okay. percent him. I designed the, gar- uh, the guardian right, well, angel. Make, and a, he make did a note. That. Make a note that she was ill prepared on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah mental, oh, my mental God. Notes. <laughs> no, that is giving credit where it's due. <laughs> But, uh, taking mental notes. I, I know yeah, Myron yeah. told you to have your ducks in a row for the <laughs> questions. Did. I'm sorry, Myron. But you brought you brought the Abraham Lincoln book report and not you the know Courage what? Combatives one. This so is was... a very beautifully written. She thing. picked that up and she was like, "Oh, that's my daughter's speech." <laughs> Got well, halfway book report. <laughs> she was like, "No, President I don't State. want to talk about so President's Day." Y- y'all, y'all actually talk about her a lot. But would you mind if I read the first? Absolutely, part yeah, of it. Go ahead. So, yeah. <sighs> Slot over. Other than yep, here we go. Do do do. Right there Let's, on the chin. Nope, not on the chin. Just it was <laughs> right. Me. There you I are. Gotta move my book report. All right. Other than the introductions, um, <laughs> you're still missing it, man. I'm sorry. I'm not even moving. We definitely need the Taco Bell microphone because I mean it works so well in the drive. Because what you'll do is you, you'll you know, set like this and then you'll go. All right. So, okay. Or you go the other way. It's like, just so, so awkward. I can you. just. It's There's like, nothing awkward this, about this. This it, is very natural. I'm for, sorry, y'all you know, are used is, to talking about this. Is I'm okay. Well, well look, you, you need to get used to talking to microphones. This thing's going to be big, if, and you're going to do a ton of interviews. <laughs> I mean, we're making speeches. Are we just using our outside voice? We're yes, <laughs> you know? it's inside inside voices. Okay, so I'm not even going to read from this. So the 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 idea of guardian angel actually first came to me. Um, my mom was dating a guy and about how old were you? 
I was about 11, okay. 9, 9, 11-ish. And at the time, we you were see, actually- she's just leaning back now instead of going side <laughs> to side. I wasn't going to say anything because the audio was actually pretty good in yeah, that position. I don't know. Was... Okay, how's this? <laughs> that works. If I stay flat against the wall like this, we're good. Okay. Just cross my hands. Give you a, so whenever we have you back, we'll just bring, give you the handheld mic and you just pick it up, talking it. That might work. Oh, that's even worse. I'll be over here for before you know it. <laughs> Hey, I think it's in the kitchen. A very, very short cable on that. All right. <laughs> but go on, I interrupt. So you, so you said it was so 9 11. A, yeah. What? We're nine, never forgetting. 9 11, never forget. Oh, my yep. God. And your mom had a boyfriend. Yeah. So my mom had a boyfriend. And at the time, we were actually, we were actually homeless. Okay. And uh, I remember sitting on this little shedded area. And it was, it was, it was like this little metal rooftop thing and as as movie and as mushy as it's about to get is this is real life i remember looking up and i remember being so sad because nobody listened to me like i i was the kid that nobody listened to i was the troublesome kid i had i was i was so spunky like i got in trouble all the time man i was such a bad kid looking back at it were you really the kid that nobody listened to, or was that just something that you thought at that time? My first grade teacher, Miss Long, described me perfectly. That you have a golden heart, but you are misunderstood. And I stand by that. I was very misunderstood. Shout out to Miss Long. Yeah, Miss Long. Yeah. I don't know if she likes me anymore. She was pregnant one time, and I aced Ventura, puked in the trash can, talked to her with my butt. Yeah. I got in trouble. So you and Miss Long had a fallout. Yeah. So anyways, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm thinking I'm, 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 I'm really sad, you know, like, like nobody wants to listen to me. Nobody wants to do with me. I, I don't even know what my mom's doing. I don't know what's going on in life. And I just wanted a guardian, you know, like, like me, me and my dad have a better relationship now. And, and, and my, generally in my family, it's better. But at the time it was very hard when you didn't feel like you have anybody in your fighting corner. And I remember wanting to have that guardian and being like, why don't I have that guardian? Like, I don't, what, what did I do to, deserve, to, to just be alone? And so years later, I kind of realized I didn't have anybody in that way because I was being molded and formed to be that for somebody else. And so the idea of guardian angel come to me now there's been several years and several points in my life where I'm like, oh, I want to go into speeches. I want to do public speeches and and I want to lead. And then at the end of the day, who wants to listen to me? Right. Who am I? That, that was the underlining thought of everything is why would anybody want to listen to me? But going through martial arts, coming up from where I was in a dark spot, I'm a damn good person to listen to. Now I wouldn't take my advice on everything. <laughs> but... When it comes to getting out of that mindset, I've been there, done that. And so that's where the idea of guardian angel actually birthed. And so fast forward several years later, I mean, we're like, what, 20? Oh, God. We're like, yeah, we're, a while, we're, wild, we're a while away. It so it's, it's pretty cool to actually see that come to light, to finally, to be training with Myron, to have people around me who believe in me, support me, who trust me, who are backing me and will call me out on my shit to help me be more for others. And so that's, that's where guardian angel come from that night. What would you say is the greatest thing that training to fight martial arts that it's given you? Ooh. 
No, there's a lot, right? There's. It's given me courage because I've, I've been through, I've been through a lot of psychological training. You know, I've had counselors for years and counselors help. They, they really do. Like if you are struggling with something, go talk to somebody, swallow your pride and go talk to someone because they are trained and you are not. But no matter how many people I spoke to, no matter how many people coached me or gave me advice, it did not lift my chin while I walked down the street. It did not make me confident. It did not make me feel capable. You know, like, like mentally I may be okay, but if somebody spoke to me the wrong way, I was a child at a ball in the corner of the room and I was, I was nothing again. And, and out of everything, it gave me the ability to have that confidence and put past it. So, and, and I am not a grounds fighter <laughs> at all. I'm, I'm learning. Yeah, but, we're, we're going to get to that in a little bit. Yeah. So. so when you're in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you have to be really close with somebody. There was a lot of times where I got close with somebody and I freaked out. So slowly getting close to somebody, being in somebody's close proximity has really brought me out of my box to where years ago it would have sent me straight into a panic attack. So we talked about this the other night. <clears throat> about knowing the difference between strikers and grapplers, mm -hmm. that most strikers are very uncomfortable people in their bubble, where grapplers have a different mentality because mm -hmm. they're so used to constantly having yeah. someone in their personal space. That's very true. That's why if you get like the perfect mix of both, that's a dangerous person. Yeah, and, and th those people are hard to find. That's why you have guys like John Jones that pop up and he stays John Jones forever. Because yeah. he's the perfect mix. Yeah. I mean, someone tried to compare Izzy out of Sanya to him. And I said, well, we haven't seen Izzy put on his back yet. Mm -hmm. And eventually we will. We will find the guy who can put him on his back. And then we'll see how good of a two-dimensional fighter he really is. Yeah. But mm -hmm. usually somebody's either really good at one and pretty good at the other or good at one, trash at the other. But it's always one skill that is definitely the highlight of them. Mm-hmm. Because it's a mindset. It's a different mentality. Yeah, it's a different totally. mentality for someone who wants to choke somebody every day versus someone that's like, I can't wait to get in there and punch things. It's, it's yeah, that's that's very true. It's very true. So looking at starting a fight career yourself, that's what we were talking about earlier. Just getting off the bucket list or is that something that you're looking at maybe pursuing? It would be nice to pursue it. Um, now I am, I am, I'm, my mentor is Myron. And he has definitely advised me, and I understand why now. Right. Before, I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to fight first. And now he's like, no, you need to coach first. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to fight first. You don't know what you're talking about. I understand what he's saying. If you see it, you can teach it, you know it. Yeah. So right. if I step into that ring and somebody goes to throw something and I could see it and read yeah. it, I'm already above them. So I understand what he's saying now. And I'm so glad that I didn't uh, just hide, like, just straight into it. That's the old Einstein so, thing. So when yeah. you say you're going to fight, do you mean you're going to do mixed martial arts? You're going to box? What, do you, what are you thinking? I think I'll probably start off in boxing and then go into the mixed martial arts. I do need a good little... What's a good What's a good time frame you're looking at? No. I don't even know. COVID, how, man. How, how old are you now? Oh, God. You had <laughs> to ask. I'm 29. Okay. So, I mean, it's 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 it's, uh, it's getting go time. Yeah. Um, 
But I mean, there yeah. are there on the fighting. There are plenty of life left. Right. Still, Pl- plenty of life left. There's forty something year old fighters. I got another Blood twenty years. Pending. Okay. Hey, look. Just because Bellator doesn't want to sign the forty one year old ex UFC <laughs> vet, that's not their plan. Oh, I e we don't want him to. You said forty one. What? How old is Yoel? Forty four. We don't want forty four year old. Who's a forty six? There's a forty six year old woman. We don't actually. want forty four year old Yoel Romero to come and smash the entire Bellator middleweight division. So we're just gonna say he's not in our plan because that would be devastating for our ratings. Maybe. I definitely want to train a few more years and really get my grounds game up yeah. to par. Yeah, I think. Are you gonna to- be boxing in the meantime or? I'm going to continue boxing and uh, teaching. I would like to start doing MMA. We have a fantastic program of through NOLA BJJ. Right. Um, Charlie at New State, he is a fantastic teacher. I would love to learn more under him, mm-hmm. even with Myron. Um, now, as I stated earlier, my background is Hapkido. So I know a little bit of Hapkido. Now, Japanese jiu-jitsu, I'm good with. But again, that's stand-up, not yeah. on the ground. Yeah, more takedowns. and yeah. Do you do any Muay Thai, kickboxing? Not a f- kickboxing, yes. Muay Thai has been taught here and there, but to say I have gone into a Muay Thai school and trained, no, that is not accurate. And what's kept you from the BJJ? Was it, yeah, from previous experiences when you were younger, just being in close proximity to people? And it's a little bit of both, mainly close proximity. And then I will say it was very intimidating going into a gym and not truly understanding what I'm doing now. Right. There, that's there the was, first five years or so in BJJ. Come on. That's yeah. Whenever I've heard, you're, I've you're heard BJJ d- described as like a child learning to talk. That's like when you become a blue belt, like, you know, words here and there, you become a purple belt. Now you can put together full sentences and form yeah. of thought. When you become a brown belt, you now you can more articulate, you can hold a conversation and so on and so forth. Yeah. It took somebody to break it down. Like, okay, you do this as a stand-up fighter, right? Yeah. Well, then you do this as a, a, a ground fighter. I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Boom, light bulb. And so it it took a lot of that for me to finally understand what I was doing. And then um, being in a male-dominated world hasn't necessarily bothered me, but it is a little intimidating when the freaking purple belt sitting on your damn face and your five-year-old daughter's going, shrimp out, mommy, shrimp out. And you're like, there is no way. His butt's on my face, baby. You got a so, shrimp, man. That's I tried. There was no shrimping. There you, get was, those high no. Level, you get to those high-level belts and you work your ass off to get free to get put in the same exact position. They yeah. just sit on your face. That's, There's no that's escape it. from a purple belt. I mean, if you're... There's yeah. literally no escape. There's no shrimp that's going to get you past that. I also feel like we need to revert back to our... Uh, our calling of uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as ground karate because I, you know, I, I feel like we're straying away from that a little bit here. It's now, I think that's South American ground every karate woman where we come from. needs to know because if if we are attacked as a woman nine times out of ten, they the the perpetrator wants to bring us to back to have their way. That's just how it is. So I have my daughter in Jiu-Jitsu because she's one not allowed to date until she's a black belt. <laughs> she knows this rule, but I feel let more. Me, let me know how that works out for you. Actually, it's really good right now. She's 10. She yeah, hates not a lot guys. Of, not a lot of dating scene for the 10-year-olds. Because she's 10. <laughs> You'd be surprised. you got to meet her. She's she's pretty spunky, man. <laughs> like, But it, it's... So I'm I'm learning here and there. I'm, I'm training with a few people. I really wish there was more women in the sport who are gung-ho about it. Yeah. 
Um, that has definitely been one issue, especially with striking, finding, finding a girl to spar with. Now there's, there's this one girl, she was absolutely awesome. She was a lefty I used to spar with. She did go to another gym and I haven't really spoke to her. Uh, Madison, if you're listening, hi. Um, but yeah, she was fantastic. I love fighting with her and I learned a lot from her, but finding women who legitimately are okay with black eyes, busted noses, who are going to get in there and, and fight with you is very hard. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I do want to learn more about ground game because I don't think I can properly present myself as a full-time self-defense coach if I can't tell you what I can do on the ground. Yeah. So it's it's coming and it will be there. Um, plus, it it the other martial arts that I've participated in, um, boxing, hapkido, and and even judo, is very good for the film industry. I didn't yeah. mention earlier, but um, I've been in film since two thousand and ten. Um, I'm a professional SAG after a stunt woman. So anything the actresses don't want to do, cannot do, or is deemed on like safe is what I do. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I take a little bit, I want to be able to play all these things off. So, so imagine up here, if I've got me and I've got my nonprofit on one side, and I have a self-defense school on the other and I have stunts right in the middle. I can use stunts to get closer to higher ups. If they see what I'm doing and they sprinkle it here and sprinkle it there and refer me here, refer me there, even work with me. It broadens that name because as, as conceited as it sounds, if you go to a school and you're like, Oh, we have so-and-so like, okay, cool. If you're like, Oh, we have so-and-so she's a Hollywood, blah, 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 blah. It gives your name a little bit more. Oomph. So if I can play all three of them to kind of formulate into this self-defense guardian angel film type candidate is the ultimate goal there. I, I agree with that name thing. That's why Jeff started. He, t- he texted me. He's like, start calling me El Jefe on the show. El Jefe. That's all about name. branding. Jeffrey yeah. El Jefe Hoffman. It's all, it's all about branding. So branding. So back to fighting. Um, <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's all about branding. <laughs> it's, really, it's all really about branding. Quick. Shit. It's all about fight, Brandon, branding. <laughs> so I anyway. Just, somebody just texted me and said that uh, Tiny Lister just died. Old, right. old Debo. Hmm. Has as deceased. That's tiny lister. That's the the real Debo. A real Debo. They call so many people Debo these days. No, no. This There's is a young lady is... at our school. They refer to as Debo. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's mostly a joke. I haven't seen her take anybody's stuff yet. But but no, this is the, the real, real one. Real Debo has passed away. Was I it d- uh, Corona or some uh, other? I'm, I'm sure they're going to blame it on <laughs> Corona. But I mean, you don't know that. I'm, I'm positive. Statistics. But, they get money for it. Yeah. So back to fighting. You, so uh, we're a couple years away from our amateur MMA debut, but boxing in the meanwhile, when are you thinking about maybe making, do you have any boxing matches yet? I do not. Okay. When are we thinking about making our amateur boxing debut? Any plans I would on that? I'd like to get a solid, ye- I would say another 10 months under my belt and then okay. I would gladly step in with somebody. You heard it here first, end of 2021. Yeah. yeah, let's go for it. Oh God, you call? Are you writing this down? Is, mental notes. I'm I at, see that. I'm on page four he has already. A pencil, a the, pencil and a, a phone. I don't know what he's doing, but th- this one. Yeah. Stop, oh, oh yeah, this one's stop, really taking lots notes. of stuff over. Come <laughs> on, just making mental notes. That that would honestly be awesome. It would it, w- it would that would be yeah. Because she be doesn't really she awesome. doesn't know this is the practice episode, and we actually had to re-record this later, so it's gonna be awesome. I'm okay with this. <laughs> I am perfectly fine with this. She'll figure out that figure out that mic. I mean, I'm still figuring out my mic too. I see me I constantly adjust it. It's just You're whenever, making love to your mic. What whenever you I have to about? sit over when the here, lips go over, it's yeah, so sensual. Like this. He's like, such yeah. a sensual. Whenever I have to sit on this side, it's like it's weird because it stretches thing, it out. Yeah. It's I usually sit over there. 
now we have a webcam. Like it's life is changing a lot. I really don't like the whole situation change. is is yeah. off the rails right now, man. I got to get a better chair, you know. New microphone, new position. The lights on. We're not used to having lights. I'm gonna know, bring one it. of those hanging chairs. And Jessica, <laughs> like, what are you screwing in my fucking roof? I'm the like, don't chair. worry about it. <laughs> get some get some wicker. I don't want, I don't want any of your sex swings here, it's man. Not a sex swing. <laughs> <laughs> we were in. Uh, we went on some cruise. Uh, me and Kayla went on a cruise, and uh, they kept trying to sell us on like these bamboo sheets. They're like, they're bamboo sheets, and and they're so soft, and there's a blanket. I was telling her, I was like, do I look like I want to lay down on wicker furniture to go to sleep? <laughs> She's like, no, lay on it soft. I'm like, I might get a fucking splinter. Is, I'm not gonna is, do that. Is bamboo known throughout the world <laughs> as a soft material? I mean, is that something that we missed out on for hundreds of years? All I know is Jackie Chan grabbed a piece of Chinese bamboo. And jumped off like an eight eight story building. Him and Chris Tucker. He's like, it's mm. okay. Chinese bamboo is very strong, and just went on and let it go. And he whipped right back up there and smacked somebody in the head. That's <laughs> all. That's my extensive knowledge of bamboo. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That's a so as a as a stunt woman. A woman. Yeah, a woman. A woman. Is, ja- is, is Jackie? We're gonna cut this out later. Is Jackie Chan like? I would like, go like, like a hero fan girl over what, just because he a, does all his own stunts. Whether it's it's stunt related, film related or not, it's fucking Jackie Chan. Mm. He'll fight you with a toothbrush. What I'm about? Okay, I'm okay with this. And what Stab about, you with a toothbrush, Jackie. Rumble, Rumble in the Bronx is still one of my favorite movies of all time. <sighs> Jackie beat up everybody, Jackie especially because Frank Dukes was ruined for me, and when they proved to me he God, was a fraud. I feel like tonight keeps coming back to Frank Dukes, man. Because I watched because I watched Bloodsport. I watched Bloodsport twice in Miami, and we were only there three fucking. <laughs> What were you watching it on, man? I didn't see. It was on HBO. On TV, TV? On the real TV. (laughs) All right. So you had real (laughs) options were very limited. I love the fact that he will just grab just about anything and beat you with it. That's right. It's great. All right. So as a stunt woman, you'd be ecstatic to see uh, that man. Uh, Jackie. Did you? What did you just say? (laughs) I couldn't think of it, man. Jackie Chan. I'm going to beat him with something. I, I was going to say Jet Li at first, belt? but I was like, that's fucked. <laughs> well, Jet Li's cool, but he won't fight you with like a, a unopened pack of Tic Tacs. Jackie would. Yeah. Okay. He'll so do it by the inches. So ecstatic about Jackie Chan. What if a Chris Tucker just popped to that door right here? I mean, are we, are we, you know, because he was half of that duo. Yeah, um, but not out there. I so mean, the I only reason, I, only I reason we don't have a 50%. rush hour four is Jackie Chan has said in multiple interviews that he will never work with Chris Tucker. Again. Oh come on! He really? said three, you do it three times. And he the third said one is- he said he's he said he's a great person, but he said he's always late. He never knows his lines. He's never ready. He's always oh, has dang. something really, going on. You don't really need to know what to say, like when you're doing movies and stuff, right? No, you no, just no. kind of go fly no, by the seat of your pants. So job. you know, I, I was a, I was a, I was an actor back in my my day. I did a, did a couple films. Was that French? I was porn. some French movies. I was sa- I was SAG <laughs> eligible. <laughs> Hence the uh, sex but swing. My, but my a, my agent always <laughs> my agent always told me that if you're not working consistently enough to pay for the insurance, yeah, don't get SAG eligible. And uh. I forgot. I'm also not SAG eligible. I'm also not a SAG person. So, you know, we're the majority in this room. But you are a teacher. Wait, don't you don't you make this a bad thing? (laughs) He's always trying to make it a bad thing. So Jeff is one of those guys. If he's not in the club, shit on your club. Yeah, yeah, your club. Like his Android. Your club sucks. Exactly. Like his Android. The whole thing. People don't. So there's three people in the film industry. I would totally lose my mind over Chris Tucker. Jackie Chan and Not who was the third? No, no, Ray Parks. <laughs> no, it's Ray Betty Parks. White. You don't know who Ray Parks is? I would lose my mind over. Betty I don't know White. Ray Parks, and I'm. Do a you little, know who Ray Parks? Eh, is? I don't think that's a good choice. No. As a stunt woman, you don't know who Ray Parks is. Ray Parks, Ray Parks played three times. How many Ray, times are you gonna Ray Parks? 
is Darth Maul. I told... Uh, and he is also Toad. <gasps> Fun fact, yeah. when it comes to that, uh, Nick Gillard actually is the original Jedi. He did all the stunt fights for all of those. I'm actually friends with him. I'm supposed okay. to meet him in L.A. in a couple weeks. Um, yeah, Ray Parks. Uh, I've seen him at Comic-Con. People, they were like, somebody asked him, like, was that really you doing all that stuff? He's like... Yeah, I'm like, he's like a wushu or whatever. Yeah. Tell him, do it, do it now, man. Clear out well, these They told me, they said, you can do it right now. He cleared the stage. Somebody threw him a double-sided <laughs> plastic lightsaber, and he both sends really? out. Really? And just went to going to work. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life. Nope. Betty White, Jim Carrey, even though he's kind of fell off the deep end. Love you, Jim. Um, Don't you judge me. There's always judging. Yeah. And I used Jackie to, Chan. I used to think I'd fan I'd, I'd have to fanboy out about The Rock, but he's made some statements here lately that y- I'm like, oh. you, I've actually met him. You were uh, scouring the uh, New Orleans International Airport looking for this young man. That, that's a different guy. But were a couple weeks really? ago. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Big time. So Just when we were going scouring. through Bounty my- hunter, right? So, no, we were going <laughs> No, he wasn't- he was, the rock hunting. Wasn't trying to make an arrest. <laughs> it, wasn't even, it wasn't even The Rock. He was trying to fan out. He so was booty so hunting. Maybe we get him to going, sign his chest. We were going through the security, and I looked up and noticed the guy, and I'm like, I know that man. So I'm like hastily getting through like Kayla was moving kind of slow. It's her first time ever being on a plane. So she was nervous and we like dropped off our baby who was three months old. So she was leaving him for the first time and getting oh. on a plane. Oh, it wasn't The Rock. It was another. Oh, exactly. So I, I got to the I, I got to the gate and I looked at the security guard and I said, excuse me, ma'am. That gentleman who just walked up a few uh, places in front of us, I was like, was his name Mark Sinclair? Okay. And the lady goes. His name is Mark Sinclair. You got to use his real name. And then the other guy turns around and goes, that wasn't Mark Sinclair. That was Vin Diesel. I said, Mark Sinclair is Vin Diesel's real name. <laughs> like, And the guy goes, no, that was so I'm hustling. Got my shoes on. I said, don't go on that side. I went on this side. But he had to duck off and yeah. go through one of those expensive things. But yeah. I was trying to find Mark. Yeah. I'll never call him Vin Diesel. And, and look, I was trying to find him so much. <laughs> and you see, you're, you're upset at me for confusing Jet Li and Jackie Chan. And I just confused The Rock with Vin Diesel. But in my what, defense, what, they do what? look very similar. No, they no, do not at very that. similar. The, no. the eyes, the not nose, even a little bit. One is white, one mouth. is brown. They're both bald with tattoos. Two ears. I mean, dude, it's like they both been in a, in a, They've it, all, no. also been in a lot of redundant Fast and the Furious movies. Both of them together. If, did you look at the Fast and the Furious? These guys are like normal. They were stealing CDs out of like FedEx trucks, and now they're like the world's top leading espionage team. It's oh, like shit accelerated real quick. <laughs> well, after 10 <laughs> movies, dude, you gotta, y'all, were, y'all were definitely slow playing it with the, uh, with stealing the, the DVD players. That was the original plot of the fast and the furious was they remember they were in the three black cars. No. And they were abducting, Trucks that were like shipping like DVD players and then selling the DVD, the DVD players, players on the black market. Like a, Not like even a, Blu-ray. Like a, un, like a cover up. No, that was what they were doing. That's what they were stealing. Really? This the, is all what the, I've been hyped about. Thirteen movies. All the racing. What the hell? All the racing was paid for by the stolen Blu-ray players. I don't even think they were Blu-ray players back. I think it was like DVD players. I don't even yeah. know how to feel about this anymore. Seven twenty p. First time he's like, he's a cop. I like that man. I, I, I like how you're adjusting. So, I guess I keep moving in my chair, so I got a. Where are we? Cupping it right underneath. Where are we? And live. We're about to talk about Paul Walker's untimely death. What? <laughs> Not. I'm cutting. What happens <laughs> what? in the very last happened? Fast and the Furious movie? All of a sudden, Paul Walker like slides in. He goes, "Gotcha," and just drives off. 
feel like we're off the rails here, guys. I, I feel like we these are the rails right here, and we're somewhere. That's because off of them. The That's because Angel put the guideline down and kept it. She's supposed yeah. To keep so we had track. an itinerary. That's conveniently I am a on the couch here. Asian country woman. You really think giving me driving like lanes, rails is a good idea? What uh, the hell? Still waiting on the paperwork on that. We, um, you're yeah. Italian. Self-claimed, yep. Yeah. I'm Italian. You know an Italian when I see one. Man. I know. I you know gotta, an gotta, Italian when I see the, one. The Marvin hands. Vittori, speaking the of Italians. Who? Uh, Jesus Christ, this again, man. The, <laughs> the Italian dream. Oh, we talked about him last Israel week. Israel Adesanya's Italian nightmare, uh, perhaps. Uh, knock it off. <laughs> I will say Izzy's nightmare is Johnny Bones Jones. <laughs> Let me tweet about him a bunch to show the world I'm not scared. Fight him, mm, pass. Izzy's <laughs> very, very, very cocky, but he's very good. Yeah, he's the at real the deal. same time. Who is he fought? You said who's he fought? Who is he fought? What dominant Rob fighters? Is, is, okay, I'm not saying that he's fought anybody absolutely spectacular, but what he's done when he's been in the ring has been. Pretty freaking tactful. He should fight John Jones. Rob Whitaker, man. He likes you know, to talk. He likes it. He likes did to talk. You just lick your mic. You licked no, your mic. I did. You did. You did licked it. I mic. saw it. <laughs> he licked his lips, which were convenient. We have <laughs> around we the mic. We have a video. <laughs> we can we can go to the tape. But if he's if he's he so if he's so good, why hasn't he fought Bones yet? No, I am not a huge <laughs> fan of him. Don't get me wrong. I just think it's okay. Him and Floyd are very very tactful in the way they fight. Do I agree with everything they do? No. I wouldn't compare them because Izzy doesn't pick his opponents. Izzy kind of fights who the UFC puts in front of him where Floyd Mayweather handpicked his opponents. He ran from people. He fought people at the nope. right time. Yeah. Like, he would never fight. Can He'll go fight uh, Logan Paul, but he would never fight Canelo again right now. I don't know that much, and I'm not going to pretend I do. But I'm just saying, from what I have seen, yeah. I can commend him from being a very, very tactful fighter. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I would argue Rob Whitaker is a superstar that Izzy smashed. How many how many title defenses did he have before Izzy smashed him? Oh, I got it pulled up right here, man. Let me see. It is uh zero. But oh, okay. so tell me about his dominance <laughs> one kind of, more time. Uh, Rob's Rob's good, man. Rob's really good. I got to he hear is, eleven and not, one since twenty fourteen. But he's not dominant. I mean, you get the, to be dominant, and you get the belt since twenty fourteen. He, he only lost to Izzy. And 12 fights, only one loss in set, six oh. years. Bellator is over, guys. It's, it's no, 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 no. That, that was just no. a prelim card. We've got a uh, main card coming Please, on at 9. Please, more just Bellator. Saying. This is the uh, stream. I you shouldn't do that on. You need to record that so I can make that like a text tone. What he just said. Oh, we got it. Yeah. We're, we're going to cut all this out. Did later. she say we should record this? <laughs> 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 this episode is going to be like six minutes when it comes out. All of this shit's getting cut, man. Y'all are like, disappointing me in our first It's going to be like, hey, I'm Angel. Guardian <laughs> Angels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that was the it. 19th episode of the Finest World Focus <laughs> podcast. The 19th episode of the Thank you guys World for Focus. joining us. <laughs> That's going to be fun. it. Almost so, all of this is unusual. So we're legal. We're thinking about moving out of daddy's house now 19. at 19. I think in Europe you can do all kinds of we shit can't, We can't buy liquor yet, but I mean, we no. can definitely go serve our country. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we 19, you can uh, do stuff. When Jeff was Cigarettes. 19, he was traveling the world service wait, in lots wait, of countries. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all asked me how old I was on live feed. How yeah. old are y'all? We're old as fuck, so uh, I'm how old is 43. Fuck? Okay. Is he telling the truth? Yes. He squinted. No, he's 43. Look at that. I just have squinty eyes. Look, look no, at that gray beard. You squinted the squint. 
No, I can't. You did it again. If I squint the squint. <laughs> I watched your squint the squint. Look, if I squint the squint. You squint the squint. I close my eyes. That might That's called the blink. Glare. No, you did the like long blink on that one, but you definitely squinted the squint. That's because I had this bright ass light yeah, in my face. That's what I think that was is. a blink. Anyways. 62 am, over here. I obviously look much better. We have a con- we have a combined weight. We have a combined age of 62 <sighs> and a combined weight of about 400 pounds. <laughs> We weigh in like a tag team, I can't like a WWE even. tag team. That's I, how they announce us. I think the second one is a lot more closer to being accurate than the first. <laughs> uh, I'm 34. So what are you? 32, 33? Mm, older than you, man. Are you 35? Mm. I'm just excited. <laughs> <laughs> did, somebody 36. Make, did somebody make a Wikipedia page about him yet? I'm 36. So I mean, yeah. So, so we have a combined weight of uh, combined age of 69, combined weight of about 400 pounds. It's a good we, are, number. we are undefeated. <laughs> we are we are four hundred. It's a great. We are number. the podcasting tag team champions. We are undefeated in our title yeah. reign. We haven't lost this belt. We haven't lost. This haven't belt defended yet. it yet. But I mean, we're defending it right now, right here, <laughs> episode, episode nineteen. Yep, against me. <laughs> so at the end of the day, <laughs> uh, how do you feel the mission plan is going right now? Honestly, I really wish it would go um, a little bit more according to plan. Everybody has a plan. Just, just like being punched in the face. Everybody has a plan to your punch in the face. COVID punched me in the damn face, man. I think it punched us all. So were you adjust? So were you trying to adjusting plan going forward? Going like, hey, if COVID stays around for a while, we have to do this, this, and this. Or are you just kind of trying to hold out this? Hopefully, COVID goes away. So I don't really see this going away anytime soon. Now there's a COVID? lot of yeah. There's I, a vaccine. Yeah. Nick's already signed up. He's got his yeah, family yeah. signed up ready yeah, to go. Absolutely. I've already got mine. Yeah. First so. in Let's line. go ahead and inject myself with a little bit of COVID right now. Maybe it's good. Maybe I got I'll some shots in the back. Arm. I'll go get them out right now. Let's we'll, go. Let's, we'll, let's, we'll let's get it, man. COVID lines. <laughs> we, I mean, it, it, we're going to put some of that in that pre-workout we're giving you. Oh, God. Angel is actually going to do a live video vlog of this uh, pre-workout crack stuff that Jeff likes to douse people with is there <laughs> there like a waiver i have to sign for this well, no like no no they mailed it in the waiver it's labeled not for human consumption so that's they it's it mailed says not it's for waiver. human consumption on the package it's okay yeah. because covid hasn't been tested on animals so we're good right this is okay we're fine we're good i we're mean good. if you want to get pre-workout to your dog god be willing <laughs> Yeah, that the dog's dog gonna is going to be gonna, messed up. Oh, yeah. that dog is. Oh, uh, he's yeah. going to have. He's so going have, to an event. <laughs> I have a couple clients I'm supposed to train tomorrow. So give it to gonna, them. Oh, give yeah, it to no, them no. instead. Be like, hey, you want to try this punch? We're gonna. I'm gonna try this. But whenever I'm up till five and six a.m., you best. Play. I don't have your number, but I'm gonna get it. Yeah. I'm gonna text uh, you. I'll text it to you. We're gonna. We're gonna get you the, <laughs> the medium right strength. It is gonna start off with, hey, bro, hey. You can't steal his tagline. Two eyes on the first, three on the second, depending on the excitement. You think he's amp right now? So he had a lot of pre workout in his system on the Friday night episode. Yeah. And we were outside, uh, just kind of hanging out before we came up. And Jonathan, the Don, looks at me and goes, What's wrong with him? (laughs) I said, I said, He's just amped up, man. He He goes, why is he amped up? I said, pre-workout. He goes, pre-workout, don't do that, man. I was like, he'll show you when you get upstairs. Like, pre-workout will do this to you. Just amped up on life, man. The pre-workout's just a supplement, you know? We will see. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you, you look out for those live feeds, Instagrams. I'm going to be posting it. We're going to see what this does to me. And I think we're going to start with the Manson, the mid-grade. Yeah, because sure. the, the dark energy would just send you I'm, to a you can't Bad start place. out with the mid-grade. You have to start with top shelf. Creme de la creme. I feel like I'm a smell sound. <laughs> Very, it's, it's There's sound. times I walk in on Saturdays. I'm like, hey, guys, what's up? We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And they're like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I took pre-workout and coffee. 
Like, oh. I don't suggest the coffee. Well, we're going to. Like, I, I mean, all jokes aside, this shit is strong. Oh, so how okay. it started, how it started for me, we were driving to an Atlas event and I was dead tired. I had work like a 12 hour shift. The baby was up. I had some family stuff going on that day and I didn't sleep. And I told him, I said, dude, I'm probably going to sleep the whole way. I'm exhausted. He said, have you taken pre-workout before? I was like, of course. Yeah. He goes, I have some stuff I'll bring you. I said, okay. Jeff brings me this stuff and he didn't bring me a cup <laughs> That's or like nothing. A, an old soup thing from a Chinese like, takeout. It was like man. a Chinese takeout soup thing. <laughs> oh my God. It's the miso game. Man. And he put the powder in there. <laughs> he poured the water in this cup. He put it on and you couldn't shake it because it would spill. So he was doing this. And just kind of like trying to wish it. And give it to him. I'm like, dude, don't spill this shit in my car, man. And so I'm like drinking it like kind of out the cup. And I drink the whole thing. And we're probably, uh, we are just passing into Mississippi. And I'm like, I could feel it like, oh, shit, you're not supposed to feel it this fast. And by the time we got there, I was so jazzed up. Oh, man. Did I you really have the tinglies? Oh, yeah, big time. The tinglies? Yeah. So, like, okay. I, I couldn't, my, I, uh, my extremities were kind of numbish feeling. Every time I would pee, it hurt. It was like a <laughs> that, fire. Well, that was Wait, something else. Hold that was, on. <laughs> like, that was all, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, that, yeah, because I had to pee so much. Now, that's a whole, that's a different thing. You, you, oh, no. You, it, you got that from a whole other experience. I got that from, but. <laughs> Dark energy from Jeffrey Hoffman. Oh, God. And I don't know if that's then, a gay joke or. <laughs> no, no. It's not at all. This As is 2020. <laughs> so, anyway, like I was saying, uh, I got home. I was still jazzed up. I walked in and uh, Kate, Kate was like, You're all right. Why are you sweating? I'm like, I said, Jeff gave me this pre workout. And she was like, Why did you take it? I was like, I didn't know it was going to do this to me. She like, touched my chest and she's like, Oh, my God, your heart's beating out its chest. I didn't go to sleep. If I, I die, a, I'm going to haunt you. I fell asleep at know. like 1030 a.m. And then the woke up at like noon to watch the Saints. And I'm like, she's like, are you OK? I'm like, still kind of jazzed up. These are spirit fingers. <laughs> <laughs> like, and so the very next. So it was like two weeks later, we're going to another show. And I'm like, I just said, do you want some pre-workout? I text him back. No, I'm good. Yeah, but This was a different one, though. We get in the car and he was like, he goes, oh, this is a different one. Just try this one. I'm like, oh, OK, I'll do it. Same effects. What did you learn? I'll probably want to take that shit again. Guaranteed. Like, I mean, nothing. Guaranteed tomorrow when I, I pull into that Walmart in New Orleans East and I, <laughs> and I have a blender bottle with a powder in it. I'm not taking I it. I guarantee he's drinking it. He's <laughs> just going to text us tomorrow around 7 and go. I'm going to freak. She's going to text us like she's going to text us like a cup, like a cup emoji and a question mark. You take uh, it? Yeah. It's going to be a fun ride. I'll tell you what, man. Bare Knuckle like Championship 15. Or you can start. We need to make like a powder emoji. People are like, what is it, Coke deal? Like, mind, your, know, mind your business, sir. And, and you have the sparklies. The sparklies at the very end. I've never went that far back. Okay. I mean, cl clearly, you, you've zoomed through some emojis. Mm. Now, you, you know that the sparklies you're, you're exist. You're showing your age what are your top? What are your top three emojis? I don't know. Hold on. Jeff, what are your top three? Well, I mean, obviously the eggplant is <laughs> it's up there. the eggplant. A lot. Of, he's got a lot of peaches he sends out. This is All great. Right. Hold on. So, oh shit! I mean, this is very conceited of me, but all of my top frequently used emojis are all the me emojis of me. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, but what that so, okay. So scroll over. That's my Apple stuff. Yeah, if you scroll uh, over, because my daughter know. uses those. So I have the face. Mm. The. I, I don't know these. And then this. Okay. It's because you have an Android. <laughs> this is for important people. Yeah, I've got nothing cool. Oh. 
It's it's literally like the the hand on the forehead, the. I'm saying I'm saying the cry. I'm seeing the. Ex- what are you looking at? Where Top are three. You right here. Top three. It's, that's it, number one. Where it goes are you left to right. Yeah, that's that's row three. All right. That's row three, oh, fourth down. Where are you? All right, so we, we've got this action. Android. We've got the very surprised look, and then we've got the crying. The, the two streams. We have the hands in the air. We have the cutting your eyes at you. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? And then we have. The hand on the forehead. Okay, so you are going down, and if correct me if I'm wrong here, but your reasons go from left to right, top to bottom, just like reading a motherfucking book. Do they? I think, I think but, so. I think you're right. <laughs> we got, are we going top to bottom? Is this Japan? Are we reading the manga? Look, she said she's a, she's a, she's a striker. She gets hit in the head a lot. <laughs> you have to you have to give her. What okay, the fuck, okay, man? Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Uh, it's got it's got to be an android. Everything just changed. <laughs> I went to somebody else's messages and they're all different. Oh. Hold on. Oh wait, nope. I went back here. So you read them. I already did. <laughs> where? Where do you see this? It was the hands oh, like okay, this. Yeah. It was the surprised face. And then it was so Angel teaches cry. about self defense, but we're going to sign her up for an Apple class and someone's going to teach her how to use <laughs> her phone. Yeah, make an appointment at the Apple store here's 3 weeks in advance. There there's there's the I support, the I help and there's I stupid. I am the I stupid. I am the wrong Asian. I am the Filipino. I don't. What is this Filipino you speak of? Yeah. 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 DNA tests. We have to see them because this is just getting out of hand. Unless you cook very culturally insensitive. Or you are a nurse. You are a failure in my culture. That's right. I am not a nurse. I do cook. I dance. Oh, yes. Singing. Singing is in there too. You're clearly an Italian. So that's. I I do run on Filipino time. And if any Filipinos are out there. I hope you know what I'm talking about. You what is do? Filipino? I don't know if you know what you're talking we about. We are late for everything. Mm, I've heard that referred to as a different thing. I feel like this is like yeah. the Robert Downey Jr. moment when you're like, what do you mean, you people? And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? You mean you I, feel, I feel like we're in one of these types of situations right now. You know, like, <laughs> I really do. So, exactly guys, that. where are we? So, so what do you do for downtime? Like, because I you know COVID has, has uh, probably given you some free time as it's done everyone else. So before COVID, I was running like, oh, Lord. You were running COVID for fun? <laughs> I mean, you were running races for fun? <laughs> I was running like seven jobs. I was bartending at three different locations, uh, doing Uber, doing Lyft, teaching at the gym, um, God, and doing film. So since COVID... Bars have shut down. Right. Um, so that's three of the jobs. Uber and Lyft shut down. Um, right. Now, we can get into big debate about this. I just don't give a shit about your opinion. It's fine. But we don't know enough about COVID as to what it does to kids. Now, people be like, oh, it doesn't affect kids. Are you kidding me? When you drop a piece of bread on the ground, do the germs go, oh, we can't touch it. Five second rule. No, okay. they don't go up to a kid and be like, oh, they're young. We can't touch them. Yeah, but the kid could definitely eat that bread. All, all I'm saying is we don't know what it does to kids. And I do not want to expose my child, whether you believe good things or bad things on me, I don't care. So this is what you to, do for fun? You look at kid COVID stats? What the hell? That no. was that was the question. No, you, I'm getting, you, there. You I'm getting there. It's, it's prolonged, okay? It's prolonged. <laughs> it's like, and I'm so, getting there. It's so, going to hit you with some real shit. Yeah, you're yeah, taking a detour. Shit, shit. Yeah, it's a detour. Leading okay? us to dark Just places. Do, 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 do. Anyways, so my daughter is virtually homeschooled. Okay. So right now I uh, do film when there's film jobs. It's very kind of sad, like they like dry it up right now. Yeah. Um, I do teach clients and I teach classes at New State. So my daughter's home with me full time. If I need to go to the gym, she'll like transition with me anywhere with Wi-Fi. Trip. Hmm? Yeah, field trip. Yeah. Legit. Take a laptop. You, you know, know you, can hot, you can hotspot your phone too. Yes. I actually need to do that. 
to be honest. Oh, look, Myron texted me. It's probably like, you forgot your notes. <laughs> I have it right here. I wonder if he's, he's been listening. watching on Facebook Live and he's like, you haven't talked about anything that we wrote. He's like, we practiced this. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a script I was supposed to kind of follow. Hold on. Let's see what I'm doing compared to that script real quick. All right. Qualifications. Mom stunts martial arts co-owner. Got that. Upbringing, early environment. Ugh. I feel like we covered the the gambit of things. Yeah, yeah, Life, yeah. the universe. I think we got there a little, little more, a little more naturally. I think we're good. I think yeah. we're good. Yeah. Religion, philosophy, uh, anti-COVID stuff. We're gonna get canceled probably after this, but it's <laughs> cool. I mean, you're gonna put that, you're gonna put that little post under. It's like this gives lots of misinformation about COVID. We're gonna Please get click here. Do not. Fact check <laughs> we're, us. we're gonna get snoped. We, we've already been snoped. We, we've already had some issues with uh, mask comments. So. Really? Oh yeah, big time. Oh yeah, because we're not. Yeah. Oh, not not the wearing the masks. Hold this, on. This guy has some. Counter opinions. We were we were, we were, we, were all, we were all COVID tested uh, yesterday. We're all negative, and we were in you a can't bubble do this all day to the today. Camera yeah, because uh, then the we're all tested. <laughs> you know, in the film industry, you get tested three times a week. They recently moved it to once, but three times a fucking week. It's insane. Is it's it brain crazy. swabs or just nasal brain swabs, swabs, anal swabs? What so are they the doing? Problem it I might have, as well be an anal swab through the brain. The problem I have with the COVID testing brain is the, they have that big articles all over Facebook. I think it was in the, like the Times or whatever. It was at, in New York, a charge nurse took 50 tests, opened them, put fake names, closed them, sent them off. All negative. I mean, all positive. Not one actually tested. Yeah. Well, they might have been at a hmm. point where they're just so inundated. Oh, you have, like, yeah, fuck it, oh, positive, stay I, home. I know people so personally. So what if she had it and she was breathing on it, therefore micro it, it, Well, if you breathe, if you can get a positive test from breathing on it, why are they shoving that shit to your brain? <laughs> because we don't know anything about it. You might be implanting chips in that brain of yours, man. It might be. Some 5G up in there. So you're just getting radio stations from everywhere. That's right. I that, hear Nokia you know. is working on 6G. I read that in the stock market today. Nokia, I'm pretty sure that company went out of business in like 1998. Legit. They're <laughs> trying, to come, trying to bring it back. Coming back. <laughs> I bought some stuff. Next thing you're going to tell me you've got singular service. <laughs> you know, let me check so, my singular phone here. <laughs> so what she does is she has an iPhone, but for work, she has all those boost chirp phones. Whenever you hear that, beep, beep. That's her on the radio. <laughs> Hit a man on two way. Excuse me, my pager, real quick. That was the original. Uh, I'm going to talk on speakerphone in public when people talking on those radios. Oh, the Nextel. When you mm -hmm. had the. Uh, oh yeah, that was the worst, dude. I never saw an advantage to that. It's like, well, it's, it's free. It's like I was well, the minutes are trying free. to explain to my kid. I said, I remember when I got a beeper, man. I said I was the shit. I had a beeper. <laughs> oh, get out of here. Who, who beeped you? Like my mom, but it didn't matter. I had a beeper. <laughs> who beeped you? <laughs> Uh, you just have to fake it. I hit the button twice so it'll vibrate. Zzz. Excuse me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. Is there a payphone? Like a payphone bank? Bank of phones? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you like, can I use your phone? Like, is it local? Like, yeah, yeah. Always got to have quarters. <laughs> and then I remember my mom got the original cell phone. It was that big Nokia phone. It was like made out of like that hard I plastic. That. And they had Snake on the phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Snake was the hardest game in the world to play. Well, when you got to like a certain level, yeah, it got really difficult because it got longer. Every every I remember when text messaging first came out and we were texting people and my mom was like, These are 15 cents a text. You can't do this. <laughs> and then so so that's when the abbreviation stuff really started was because of text messaging. Yeah. It was because you were paying so much a text, so you can't it only had so many characters. So you gotta straight was like S eight R, like you just gotta figure this shit out. How many how how much was that phone bill for your mama? Uh, I mean, sure. I don't remember exactly. I was in high school. Like, it, 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 I don't How long were you good. punished? 
high school there? I didn't get punished. We can ascertain the the bill by the length of punishment. Uh, I think my mom had already given up on me by high school. She was just like, uh, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You can't save them all. I'm just living life. It's like they had a bunch of kids, right? Most of them, they got, they reared well. And, you know, there's one or two that fall off. I mean, it's numbers game, really. It's like playing pixie sticks in the beginning. You you throw that shit up in the air and see what happens and you just try to sort it out. I mean, that's all you can do. That's parenting. Yeah. Good luck, everyone. So I'll tell you something about the parenting uh, tips that I know when uh, the Don John Island came. Please tell me. (laughs) Please tell me. Please, please actually hold on. I mean, you keep these plants alive. These are very nice plants. Yeah, I mean, you water them every couple weeks, and they. I mean, do you? you, uh, Are you like like parenting via Skype for all these (laughs) Eastern European children? Like, what's going on from Chile? So if you follow us, if you actually listen to the podcast, you'll know that I think we talked about episode three or four that. Jeff lived in Eastern Europe for a while, and he just banged his way across. Like, Literally just never lived in Eastern so Europe. so many kids. That's, so that's what many. backpacking in Europe Literally is, never yeah. lived in Eastern Europe. And the, the kids, it's not verified. You know, blood tests are pending. There's a lot of legal stuff, translations. Right. It's it's a whole thing, man. So let's not, let's not like, you know, they spend a lot of time on that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, I said last week when the Don John Island came by, he had unfortunately had lost his, his man's, man's best friend. And it's called yeah. man's best friend for a reason. His dog, his dog got bloat like almost like forty five minutes before the show, and he yeah. ended up having to put him down. Yeah, so so he came by, and I sympathized with him, and I empathized with him, and I said, I I don't have any children, but I would have to assume that the loss of your faithful companion is probably about ten times worse. Did you just compare a dog to our kids? I mean, and, I don't and have you know any, what? So I don't we, know. And we said that same exact thing. He goes, well, I guess it would depend on, like, the breed of the dog and how much you paid for it. What well, also, like, like, and what also the, the type hell? of kid that you have because they're not all the same. Like, some of them are pretty spoiled and rotten, and they set fires to things. And, some are and, you chihuahuas, know, and they, some are Dalmatians <laughs> is what we're getting at. We like talking, I said, I don't have any, but I would we have to talking, assume. We were talking about it the other day and was like, man, it was like when a parent – Parent has to call that teach like I mean a teacher calls that parent and parents like hello it's like yeah it's like dude I fucking know like what do you want me to do like I got the asshole kid all right they're not all gems mine's the asshole what do you yeah. want me to do like, they're with think me I'm sixteen not, hours a day man like, like dude you only got him for eight yeah, hours I got, I got him twice months, as long as you do, man nine months out I need of to be the calling year. y'all and telling y'all what's going like, on dude, over here chill out be look let's just get them through school. Real quick, though, with that, that the same message in mind, what's beautiful about what I get to do, I actually had a mom the other day come up to me and thank me. Okay. And they were like, I don't know what you're doing, but we'll bleep out the name. You should have said, because we don't talk about Fight Club. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but still. He's been using manners. So you, He's been so saying, yes, nice. ma'am. Nope. Yep. Put it right there. So you, dup, dup, dup. So you had a Cobra Kai moment. I don't yeah, know, I don't know if really, you guys have been watching the new it series. It feel good. But a bunch of nerds. So Johnny, the bad guy, has kind of turned into a good guy. Have you have you seen? No. Oh, Jesus. I feel like I'm preaching to the choir here. First, of all, first of all, the Johnny can never be a good guy. Well, dude, it's 2020. 2020, I guess, and and now did he you is. Say 3020. No, I said 2020, but it sounded really strange for some reason. It did. 2020 sounds a lot better. <laughs> and he's kind of the good guy, and he's got like all these nerds and like people from school that you know, and and, and he's giving them self esteem, and they're kicking ass, and now kind of becoming bullies. You know, so good luck with the girl that's probably going to be a bully in a couple of years. It was a guy, but <laughs> it was nice to it, see. I thought you. Didn't you say it was a girl? The mom. The mom. Congratulations. Oh. Where are you? Are you not even listening? Okay. I'm that's in where your that's where the confusion I'm, I'm came sorry. in was because it was the mom coming for the child. <clears throat> I mean, listen to the sound of my voice. He starts counting up child support like shit. If these kids track me down, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I see that. He's he's kind of like freaking out about it. No, I'm not worried about. You this. Sure, you sure you want Europeans. some of this? Uh, 
pre-workout. He had him a little swig earlier. I don't know. Did Bill, you put him on wine? Okay. Oh, there's a lot more than pre-workout in that wine. Oh, God. And as far as those Eastern European kids, they'll never get visas. So, you know. <laughs> 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 it's so wrong with so many levels. Oh, uh, but yeah, it was a really nice moment to have somebody come and be in just straight up. I don't know what you're doing, but I appreciate it. How long has the kid been there? Honestly, not long, less, I would say about a month, but I am, I am, I am big on yes, ma'ams. Like, you know what? You want, you want to act a fool? It's fine. I'm going to sit down whenever you're ready. I'll talk to you. But I am, I am very, 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 very a firm believer on yes, ma'ams, no ma'ams, please. And thank you. See, I don't think I'd be a good teacher of children in like a boxing situation because you really can't hit them. Like, yes, you can. <laughs> I mean, Yes, you can. As opposed to your own kids. No, uh, oh, my, which, my, my kids know what's up. Which you can box but, the but, fuck But up. when you're training, when you're teaching boxing 101 and you're like, here, we're going to do this. All right, put your hand up. Put your hand up. And you can really just sit down on a shot and be like, oh, shit, guess we should have put our hand so up. So what you're saying is you want to smoke some kids. <laughs> I, I kind of like that, man. Some That's... kids need a good smoking. <laughs> No, more more of America needs a good smoking. It's like that episode. I, we, we talked about this before. The Seinfeld where Kramer goes to the kids' karate class and he's just dominating. It's like, we're all white belts. What do you want from me? So how do you, how do you feel if I show up to the kids' class, but it's because I identify as, a kid? as an eight-year-old? That's fine. I'm going to shouldn't check you. <laughs> so it's, when Myron first approached me about teaching kids, I said no. I'm like, no. And he's like, well, why not? You're a mom. I was like, oh, yeah, because I'm a mom. It means I like kids, right? I don't I don't like kids. I do not like kids. I like my kid. And it's a difference. No, legit. I like my kid because I can smack my kid. She does something stupid. I can pop her in the head and be like, hey, what's wrong with you? Stop that. I can't do it that way. Everybody's, he goes, you're a boxing coach. Pop him in the head. I'm like, oh, oh okay. So yeah. we get pool noodles. And sometimes, yeah, I'll pop him in the head. I'm like, hey, stop that. Quit that. Just I feel like the down. pool noodle would be more efficiently used if you poked. Honestly, I feel like like how much tape tape does this pool noodle have on it? It's all efficient. (laughs) Believe it or not, you bought these kids. And I had one kid the other day, and and it sounds really bad. But he was like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, cool. And then he's like, yeah. I'm like, well, you're doing this wrong. He's like, no, I'm not. You don't know what you're talking about. I said, okay, cool. And threw it, and I popped him in the head. He goes, well, why did you do that? I was like, because you didn't put your hand up like I told you to. You want to learn? You want to go sit down? And he looked at me. I want to learn. I was like, all right, then drop your shit. I was like, I probably shouldn't have said that because I was your coach, but you going to drop it and learn or are you going to go sit down? And he did like that. That kid, that was a turning point in that kid's life. Right. Like it was completely different. He listens to me. He says, yes, ma'am to me it is completely different. And even with my own daughter, there's, there's that respect level of I'm not about to back talk my mom. Like I will not back talk her because I see her with grown men fighting and it's, it's no big deal. Like I'm yeah. not about to disrespect yeah. her. The threat of physical violence on your children, I think is a very misunderstood technique. Something we need to bring back. It we, definitely needs to come back. Solves everything. <laughs> violence doesn't solve everything, but it brings a respect level. Oh, I, I disagree. I think fighting solves everything. <laughs> what do you mean every, you disagree? Every, that isn't agree. Every major conflict in the world has been solved by Thus violence. Far. Thus far. All of them. Who, who was it who all said that? One, we live in them. a day and age where you can talk a bunch of smack, but you don't get hit in the face by it. Who was that? I think that was Mike Tyson again, right? A bunch yeah, of people. Tyson. He's dropping all kinds of stuff. People, stuff people, like people are used to now living behind a keyboard where they can take, so like uh, Rogan said, he goes, put two people in the room and have them say the same kind of off the wall, off colored shit they say behind the T-board. Yeah. They're going to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. And it's, it's it, we're in a, so we're actually growing up with all these movements and all this nonsense now where these are kids that grew up with no consequences. Yeah. 
I'm not about that. Or they grew up being able to say what they wanted without consequences because oh, they grew up with anonymity, the medal. anonymity on the internet and low consequences for bad speech. So I yeah. just, I don't understand that if I'm going to feed you, I'm going to clothe you, I'm going to work for you, you will respect me. And if it takes a back end, it takes a little back end. That's right. And there's a lot of people who are really not going to like me for that, but that's You know who has a really I good back end? And that's fine. Serena Williams. Yeah. Best I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, yep. she would nail that ball. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a child abuser at all. Like, I, I grew up in that. But there is a fine line You're between... definitely a microphone abuser. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's still touching... Because we can't hear you. Really? I can hear me. I can hear me very loud. That's because it's resonating in your skull exactly. from, your, from your vocal cords. We can't hear you. I just want to hear what y'all hear through y'all's headphones. We hear you drifting. Same, literally the same thing. So what happens is, is we sure hear you... that? Look, we hear you talking, but as you move over here, you see how it changes? So we well, don't yeah, get a clear recording. Yeah. Well, that's I, what you're doing. I'm cutting out all of this, man. We're going to have less than six minutes of usable stuff here, man. This is it's unprofessional. To be a SAG actor, it's unprofessional. <laughs> it's just all I'm saying. You would think someone's used to having mics and cameras around. I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> so no, get, no, no. I'm not a child abuser at all, but I'm huge on respect. It's one of the, the few things that you can give somebody. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything, but it, it speaks volumes about you. When my daughter goes somewhere and she's yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, sir, all these other things, I get so many compliments, but it's so easy. People ask me, how do you do it? How do you do it? I start when she's three months old. Yeah. I say yes, ma'am, to her, just like I expect her from me. And we just build from that. Yeah. It's super, 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 super One of my easy, friends guys. the other day said I had my first big meltdown on my kid. And I said, what happened? She was like, I, I want to say this to him. And he was like, turn I was like, bro, calm down. So I had to snatch him up by his shirt and get in his face and be like, never call me bro again. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't think you can call your mom bro. That's not how it works. <gasps> Ari did that to me one time because she hears me call other people bro. She's like. I don't. Rem- I don't even remember what she said, but she called me bro. I was like, uh, "Excuse me, I am mom, bro. You will address me accordingly. Respect before disrespect." And that was the end of that conversation. It's that Kevin Hart joke when his son ran off and said something. He said, "I just stood there, started dancing." And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him." He said, "I just." He said, "He said I felt like a little kid and hit a little skip before you start running after him." I was like, "I'm not running. I'm not chasing no children. You have to come home. Yeah. You fucking live here." Yep. There is nowhere else to go. Eventually, you you know what? Because you know my kids can go to their grandparents and go to their moms, but eventually they gotta come home. Yeah. Eventually, you're coming back, and you know what? I'm not forgetting. <laughs> I don't forget anything. I'm like an elephant in this house, I never forget. Except that <laughs> elephant in the Jungle Book when he forgot to say stop, and all of them just slammed up in the back of it. Yeah, contrary to popular belief, elephants forget shit all the time. All the time. <laughs> Where's the science behind this? I got studies. <laughs> we, we've done it a bit. Just like that? We've done Free it. workout. <laughs> <laughs> Tons of studies, hundreds of studies. Hey, you guys want to talk about some uh, UFC action going on? Yeah. This let's weekend? Go. And we say this weekend, it's Saturday. Yeah, it's this nights. weekend. Well, Saturday is this weekend. I mean, no, what I'm saying is the weekend is upon us. It's the freaking weekend. There's some Maybe people I'm who have three day weekends, and their their weekend has already started for those for these. People. Uh, I have to work tonight, and then I'm kind of on a three day weekend. Now, why aren't you drinking then, man? You're on a three day weekend right now. Because I have to work. <laughs> I have a real job, Jeff. Catching Pokemon would be that much more exciting, I think, Catch under the influence. Pokemon. Yeah, it's probably also All felony, right, so but this I mean, upcoming it is what it weekend is. that's two fifty six, right? Yeah, UFC two fifty six main card kicking off with. 
Junior Dos Santos taking on Cyril Ghani. And look at you guys take, having to take out phones. That's a shame. That's a real you shame. Have a but you don't have it memorized. Don't even. I've got USA Today up for the viewers at home. I'm, I'm looking at it. I am literally reading the news. All so of this is coming off the top of I my head. I could quote your bit. I'm going to go. <laughs> I could quote your bit. I'm going to go with Junior Dos Santos. I think he takes care of the young line. I think he's on a three, three fight skid right now, man. I think that's why it's do or die for him, especially. Right now, with the, all the bubble talk, yeah, big names are being let go of every day. If you think, Junior, he, if you Junior think he's on that bubble? If he loses this fight, yeah. I mean, you've lost three fights. I mean, the heavyweight division in the UFC isn't particularly deep, and he's a big name, so I don't think it'll take much to keep him. But uh, Vegas has Ghani at minus 450 right now. That's pretty big. That's a Valentina Shevchenko style. And I think that comes off, the, off of him losing his last three. But Junior Dos Santos is a former world champion. He is someone who has beat some of the largest names in the sport. I think that Junior knows this is a do or die moment for him. Uh, and I'm okay if I lose this, if I lose this pick uh, w- without Junior winning. Cause I mean, I think he's going to pull it out. I mean, he, he's literally fighting for his job. He was or- also a contestant, uh, fabulous contestant on that dance show, right? The America's got dance. <laughs> what, what, what? What's there's a, the dance show. What is it? Yeah. The America's dancing it, stuff. Uh, dancing with the stars. I, yeah, dancing, dancing there you stars. Go. Junior was on dancing, dancing with, with stars. Was he a star or was he dancing with one? I didn't see. It. I think he's a star. He should have been the star. Okay, still, regardless of that, what about his reach? That's a 77 against 81. Hmm. I got some like, analysis like three here. Inches. <laughs> well, I mean, three, three inches, inches dude. Difference. Yeah, for a lot of us, man, no, it's, not. it's yeah. very important. Yeah. Not, not, not fighting at this level, three inches is not a lot. Mm. Mm. Especially with somebody like who who has the reach in this. So you think it's gonna be a knockout or submission? Because it's there's be a, a huge difference between the two. One's more stand up, and the other one's definitely more ground game. Uh, I think it's gonna be a knockout. Yeah. Yep. Junior Junior Dos Santos is a black belt. So I've actually got Gane by a first round KO. Man, I think he's gonna come in there and, and end it quick. I've seen uh, Dos Santos go out. Uh, what was it? The Nganu fight. Right, which happens to what he got hit by Ngannou. Like it's a big difference. Yeah, it if happens to everybody. But quick, it, it, just it was like quick. A, just like the cowboy fight. If he goes in there quick and he does his business, he has a stance. However, Santos has a longer fight time. He he's used to the longer rounds. He's used to to going to the end, tiring his opponent out. However, if he goes in there real quick, that 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 that's a totally different story. Yeah, Mike Cotton. I mean, Gane's, uh six and zero. Oh. He's got as a professional. He's six fights. Going up against, you know, a guy that's, what, 38 or 39, 29 professional fights, the vast majority of which in the UFC, fighting the best of the best. It's, yeah. It's still, but he, I mean, he's still a minus 450 Gane, yeah, a minus going, 450 favorite. Going to Dos Santos. And the next fight of the night, which is actually, in my opinion, the best fight on the card, yeah. is old Jacare versus Kevin Holland. Yeah. And I'm going with our homie. Kevin Holland. Yeah, because c- could you think of anybody else right now that you and I, that the Fight Sport Focus podcast is more high on than Kevin Holland? AJ Fletcher. Uh, okay, so a non-local, obviously AJ Fletcher. <laughs> a, uh, a non-local and or a uh, UFC fighter that we're more high on right now smash, than Kevin smash. Holland. I would venture to say we're... Oh, no, because if those two guys fight, he smashes Kevin Holland into maybe, the ground. Maybe. There is no maybe. Who, no one wants to fight that dude. You know so what we're talking about? in this fight with Holland and... Uh, jo- Kevin Holland. You have Holland we, on the And Jacare Sosa. We're real high on Kevin Holland. We like yeah. Kevin Holland. He's a, a friend of the show. He likes our stuff. He likes yeah. my stuff when I comment on his stuff. Yeah. He's out of the yeah. old Houston, fighting out of the Houston area. Yeah, uh, Travis Luter. 
Yep. Right? Yeah. Travis Luter, BJJ black belt. black belt, Grand Karate Black Belt. Bring that back under uh, Travis Luter. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah uh, and to be a friend of the show, guys, I mean, just like our stuff, right? Like our stuff, comment on it sometimes, and you'll click, click. We'll be your biggest fan. Right. Yeah. I got Holland going by decision, man. I can actually see him finishing this because uh Jacques. I think Holland can knock him. Times. I think Holland can knock him out. I don't think Holland I don't think Kevin can submit Jacare though. I'm gonna take this pre-workout and comment and like on everything. <laughs> everything. She said she's about to do a deep dive All of into it. the fight sport focus world. All of it. Kevin Holland by decision. Did you even make a pick on the first fight? No, actually I are you making not. picks or are you just Santos. Santos. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So I'm the lone who man. You, who you get in a second fight? E- Holland. Kevin there Holland. we go. All right. Three Holland. picks for Kevin Holland. This is going to be Kevin's, what, fifth or sixth fight this year? Fifth fight of 2024. No, in 2020. Yes. Fun fact about him. He's been him. fighting everybody. And, but I mean, technically he's four and one because he lost to the Rona, right? <laughs> he did lose the Rona. I thought that goes down as a no contest, though. You, you, you lose your ass off, but it goes down on your record as a no contest. Okay. Yeah. All right, so go ahead and uh, I can't say these names. So, yeah, yeah. Well, f- fun fact about Kevin Holland, he's 20 and 5. When he got to the UFC like a year and a half ago, I want to say he was like 14 and 4, right? So, in like a year and a half, he's made the most out of his time. Oh, yeah. The difference between a 14 and 4 fighter and a 20 and 5 fighter is immense. So, this is, this is actually huge for Kevin Holland because if he wins this fight, I think he definitely gets a fight in a top five. What do you think about did you ever get to catch the Marvin Vittori, Jack Hermanson? Nope. Huge fight. I, I, after watching that, I don't know that Kevin Holland wins that fight. Hermanson looked good, man. I don't know Hermanson Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland is is so such a chameleon. He's so long and athletic, and he's a creative striker. I mean, he's uh, really been putting the jujitsu on 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 display here lately, and he's tough. Yeah. So I, I like Kevin Holland a lot. So yeah, we'll yeah, see what big happens. Fans. All right, next up. Hanato Moicano taking on Rafael Fiziev, and here's something cool. Fiziev is actually from uh, Kyrgyzstan. That's Valentina Shevchenko's home country. They're actually from the same city. So, you know, a little fun fact you can put in your pocket and pull out later. In my pocket. You know, if you need it for stuff. I'm going to take Mr. Renato. Yeah, Moicano is uh, actually an underdog in this one, man. Uh, Fiziev 8-1, and one, and, you know, Hanato Moicano has been around for a while, 14-3-1. and one. Uh, Moicano, the plus 115. Fiziev, minus 145. Nick, you're going with Moicano? Moicano. Any particular reason behind that? Or we just I just like the way his name sounds. <laughs> He does have a longer reach than uh, his opponent there. I know you don't factor this in, but I do. No, it's factored in. We're, we're factoring. We're just, I'm just saying. You know, uh, y'all y'all looking at notes, and I'm just, you know, bringing up everything off the top of my head right now. Yeah, so. yeah, top of my head. Let me read off your notes. Top of his head. <laughs> I can read it from here. Like, this is operational stuff, you know, yeah. the recording and, and all these kind of things. Are you making a pick, or are we just judging? Okay, I mean, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me. Let we me judging me. fights, or are we judging humans in the room Lee right Ferguson, now? 26. Oh, here four. we go. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just reading what's in I need one thing. of those privacy uh, <laughs> things. <laughs> um goodness honestly i haven't followed i've seen him fight once or twice however i haven't truly truly followed um i do look big into oh, not my kano well my kano's uh one and two not my in his last uh, three B, how do you how do you pronounce his name fig <clears throat> fizzy figaro no figaro, figaro, figaro. <laughs> not fizzy not figaro fizzy fizzy was six and oh 
Okay, and so since joining the UFC, going he's off their stats on the UFC, quote me, there's a 45 to 17 stand-up ratio when it comes to knockout. However, there's a 40 to 56% submission. What are so you looking it really right here. What so is this, it really math? looks like you're going, yeah, I'm a little bit of an Asian, so it's okay. Oh, here we go with this again. Oh yeah, we, we've so, already just. So, yep. Oh so I'm going to get a Q-tip and like swab later because I'm sending it in. I'm a 23 of me. So honestly, it really looks like we have a stand-up fighter versus a ground game. So yeah. I'm actually very intrigued about this. Um, it looks... So you're saying there's a, a classic grappler versus striker matchup. It's very hard to say because submissions, there's a 40 to four, uh, 56%. So it's it's kind of hard. It's not like it's a, a 15 against a 50. You know, like there's, there's a substantial amount there. You know, like he puts up a fight. If you put him on the ground, I don't think it'll be 100% like a Holly Holmes type situation. I think they're going to right. actually kind of fight. You know, so who you got? Yeah, it's a lot of numbers here, not a lot of names. You know? I don't we're, know. We're picking God, names, not know, numbers. I, I love, I, listen, I'll give you a 50 50 shot. <laughs> Those are some good odds right there. They have or the coronavirus. So you, it's actually a 33 33 33 at this point. <laughs> Is his nickname really the assassin baby? <laughs> okay, so the assassin. It's actually the baby assassin. It's the assassin baby. Right what, here. Why are we skipping around? We've got stuff to talk about okay, with, with that later. That's coming up. I've got a whole thing about killing babies later. What L the L hell? Damn, bro. Chile. Chile. <laughs> they but, didn't speak English. But right now, uh, I've got Moicano second round submission, and we're still okay. waiting. So who you got, Moicano or uh, Rafael? Third round submission. Moicano. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Co-main co event. event. We have Mr. Tony T. Ferg Ferguson. L. L. Kukui. Taking on Charles Oliveira. Dubrox. I am pacing, taking Charles Oliveira. Any particular reason? I mean, that's a... Because I think Justin Gaethje broke Tony Ferguson. And I think Charles... Have you ever it. seen him broken before? What would lead you to believe that he's broken at this moment? I watched Justin Gaethje break him. Well, he physically broke him, yeah. I think <laughs> I think he broke him. Physically, yeah. I think he broke him. And I think Charles Oliveira is going to expose him that he is broken. He's not, he's not going to be the same guy. Bold prediction, sir? Oh, yeah. While I don't agree with your opinion, I will fight to the death. You're right to state it. I'm going with T. Ferg, man. I mean, what he was on a 12 fight win streak. You got honestly, I'm agreeing with this because I'm, I'm, I'm. I've seen him fight several times. He always when takes a ton of damage. Two statistics. I am looking at the UFC fights, like statistics. So if you go to UFC.com. the statistics are just not there. When it comes to significant strikes, he's higher now. So um, let's see. Absorbed per minute, yeah, it's a little bit higher. But he's got yeah. sixty percent. T Ferg's got the Homer Simpson thing going on. He tires him out with defense, his face. You know, like like takedown accuracy is higher. Takedown defense higher. Submission average, like mm, statistically, I will say, I statistics believe T Ferg's got though. this. He does statistically. It's statistically. Statistically. Yep. As he grabs his mic, they do not. Yep. yep. They, they 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 don't fight. And a lot of math. The statistics aren't going to tell you that. Justin Gaethje beat the holy hell out of him in his last fight. So Statistics aren't going to tell you that that was a broken man. Hey, don't you argue on how I'm making my decisions. <laughs> mm. Just just argue if you were right and I'm wrong. Hey, we're going to find out. We will. 
All right. All right, I got to continue. In the main event of the evening. Are we really going to skip over the females? What the hell? There were no females. There are no females. Uh, Yes, there are. What about main card? We don't care about the females. What are the females? Oh, it's. uh, we don't care about Mackenzie Dern taking Dude, what on. What did you just say? We don't care about the undercard. <laughs> I feel so. We only pick. We only. We only pick the main card. To riot. I mean protest. I mean, what's the difference? Peacefully peaceful, peaceful, peaceful protest. Peaceful protest. Yeah, just that's, set something that's, on that's fire over a, there. Are you going to yeah. set something on I'm fire? I'm going to throw this mic. Peaceful protest. That's There's probably. violence. It's a peaceful protest. Hey, yeah. uh, so it's Mackenzie Dern versus who? Vera. Vera. Verna. Vera Wang. Verna. V I R N A, Verna. What is this, the the undercard? Yeah, I picked Mackenzie Dern. <laughs> <laughs> to the main event? To the main event. Main, main event. event of the evening, Davis and so Figueroa. What's, what's, what's interesting, real quick about them, neither of them have a single, according to uh, two statistics, yeah, knockout. They're all ground fighters. So yeah. it's a 67 versus yeah, neither, an 81. Neither one of them are really a so puncher. They're, they're really not, but I think that's kind of cool because Brazilian jiu-jitsu is such a chest game. Yeah. Mackenzie you know? Dern lost her last outing, right? No, and she's got yeah. some sick ground karate. Absolutely sick. Thought, she's uh, uh, two uh, fights uh, back since her uh, baby and uh, popped out. You know, Did and, you just the baby? Well, it's, right. it was a that's not how that happens. <laughs> It's no. I had biology class today, and that's exactly how it happens. Jeez. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, two fights back since the. And. Uh, so one is eight and one, one 16 and one. Jesus. Verna. Mackenzie is eight and one. Yeah, Verna's 16 and one. Uh, I'm still going to go with Mackenzie Dern in that fight, man. Uh, Mackenzie's got slick, slick ground karate. She's got great control. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that she'll get it down. And uh, when it gets there, I mean, I, I don't think there's a, a whole inner game. She's a black belt. Her father was a uh, highly decorated uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt in Brazil. Going with Mackenzie Dern. What says you? I'm going to actually stand with you on this one. Yeah. I'm not making a pick because it's not on the main card. <laughs> the you're, you're main up, event of the evening. Are you abstaining? I'm above it. Yeah. I'm, I'm abstaining. I'm abstaining here. <laughs> It's like the Supreme Court just, look, look, just Georgia me. Just decide who I voted for <laughs> and let me know. Davison Figueredo taking on Brandon. So I thought it was the baby assassin at first. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, what? Do you have a Stargate in your living room? You go back in time, you know, and, and <laughs> or do you have like a minority report situation? The ball comes down, but it's 20 years early. And you're like, that guy's going to, you know, and you go and take it's care like, of business. It's like Looper. You just go back and get it done. <laughs> Come to find out it's the assassin baby, which is apparently a different thing. But in Spanish, the adjectives and nouns are switched. So it might be lost in translation. He might still be murdering babies. We don't Did, know. Didn't they say that earlier? Y'all Either correct way. me on this? Either way, it's a very silly nickname. I'm going with Mr. Figueroa. Yeah. Figueroa 20 and 1, man. 20 and 1. He's 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 a wrecking machine, bro. Yeah. Wait, there's 20 and 1? 20 and 1. What are we referring to? When it comes to UFC just, uh, statistics. statistics. 21. Davison Figueredo, a 20 and 1 professional mixed martial artist. Ah, okay, professional. Okay. Hmm. For our French listeners. And I think but this, I, I think this is not only is he going to win this fight, I think he's going to win it in style. And I think he's going to do it rather quickly. Yeah. Did you watch his last fight? Do knockout submission. Last how about the last three fights? <laughs> Did you watch his last three fights? Yeah. They don't last very long. <laughs> Then we had uh, uh, Benitez twice. He definitely uh, Benavidez twice. He definitely, he definitely wins in the first round. 
first round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I put it down as a decision. They so his, after his last fight, uh, Angel, they booked his current. They said no, we're not letting him go to Brazil. We're going to keep him here for a few weeks and let him fight again. Three weeks. They booked his next fight before the press conference. Before, yeah, before anything was done, it's like before, oh, before the time. before the post fight con- pre- press conference, they come out and they start asking him all the silly questions, the media and stuff. Yeah, they had already booked him for another fight. They're like, you're yeah. just gonna stay here another three weeks, and then you're not going to Brazil. You're just gonna fight again. Oh wow! He defended this title three weeks ago. Tomorrow will be Saturday. Will be three weeks to the day yeah. that he defended. It's it's incredible. He's a, he's a, he's a monster. We talk about it all the time about champions getting that belt and being. They talk about they talk about Triple fuck. C coming back. It's like, dude, stay your ass in retirement. I think he'd hurt Triple C. You think so? I, I wasn't high on Triple C at all. I don't think Triple C beat Mighty Mouse. I thought that was a BS. It was a close fight. I I, I scored it, it for BS. I, I scored it for Cejudo. He beat uh, Marlon Moraes in style. Lost the first round. Came uh, out. Not, I've never been high on Marlon Moraes. Never. Marlon's good, man. What? Tell me the big dogs he's beat. Aljamain Sterling. How many times has he held that belt? <laughs> uh, Jose, he's, he's been there a few Jose times. Jose Aldo. Did Marlon beat Jose? Yeah. Uh, when did he beat Jose? Uh, a year ago or so. Okay, so he didn't beat Jose. <laughs> he beat this former shell that's parading around. I think Jose Aldo's on the bubble. He's a yeah. bubble boy. Actually, Dana White gave Jose the title shot immediately after his loss to uh, Marlon yeah. Marais because it looked yeah. like Jose probably wouldn't fight, actually. Yeah. It's very yeah, close. I decision. remember that decision. I thought I thought very Jose close. won too. Yeah, probably. But I mean, I think Jose's a bubble boy. You think so? I think so. Where would he Where would he end up if he leaves UFC? Hope, Bellator. Hopefully, for sure. hopefully he's done. Like, I'd like to see him. Right. <laughs> I, I'd like it. to see. I'd it like came to see off him. his lips. You saw it too, right? You were waiting for it. He Don't said Bellator, even. not me. I know, but I was waiting for it because he was like, "Say it." Well, Bellator's not taking UFC uh, flunkies to say, but they would take Jose Aldo in a heartbeat. The only reason they're not taking what you refer to as UFC I wouldn't say a flunky, but I I didn't have a word. Uh, It's like uh, Scott Coker came on earlier. I I mean, I said something about it earlier uh, and said he doesn't want Yoel Romero. He's not in their business plan. No, he's not in your business plan because you don't want the 44-year-old who was cut from the USC to come to Bellator and destroy your middleweight Possibly your light heavyweight division as well. And let's be honest, man. He's 44 on paper, but you know those Cuban birth certificates, man. He might be closer to 50. He might be 80 oh for all we know, God. man. It's a mystery. That dude, and then he's <laughs> then he's lost and <laughs> then he's lost on time. I, I took a picture. I got to meet Yoel at Bare Knuckle when we were in Miami. He got a photo. And no big deal. Just really? ran up on him. That's and pretty awesome. When I was talking, when I put my arm around him, it's like putting your arm around a brick wall. Did he did he embrace it or did he shudder a little bit when you, you could feel chest? it? He just kind of leaned in a little bit. <laughs> Nice. Like I mean, he's a he's a sweet guy. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> and Is that then la- it, Latino man, oh uh, yeah, so sweet. He's a he's a he's a great guy. I really like him. But I mean, wherever he lands, he's going to destroy people. I mean, everybody talks about all the great strikers of one FC. I mean, let's get Yol in Japan, man. I really think he's going to end up at bare knuckle, man. We saw him at the last event. It, it, that might have been kind of the plan all along <sighs> for him. To be I, honest, he 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 made some comments like that, but it's like. Uh, I think he's going to have a hard time finding fights in bare knuckle. Who wants to fight fucking Yo Romero? I think Hector Lombard is having a hard time finding fights. Yo Romero is going to have an impossible time. Yeah, Yo and Hector are fighting in the same. No, I I, I do know that a few fighters have called Hector out. So I think you're waiting to see what what Hector does next. I mean, I'd like to see Yo maybe fight Chris Lieben. Mm. But they said Chris was like kind of on the fence, like he's done, maybe not. I mean. This might be one to get him to come out. I mean, that's a that's a that's a big payday. Yoel yeah. and Chris Lieben. Yeah, or you just throw Frank Mir in there with him, man. No way, ins just. Uh, I mean, I think Frank Frank Mir was so jacked at the, at 
the bare knuckle event. This dude looked like he ate the old Frank Mir. Yeah. He looked like he he looked like Brock has been texting him training secrets. Like, <laughs> hey, this is what you should do. <laughs> the TRT is a flowing. Two hours. So, in. so what do you got going on this weekend, Miss yeah. Angel? This weekend, where are we at in my life? We're at a Thursday. Uh, so I Thursday. teach. Yeah, right. Two thousand twenty. Thursday. So it's about Still. to be Friday. It's practically Friday. Um, I feel like I'm, we revisited this just very recently about the three-day weekends and yeah, he's yeah. going to work. and it's. Uh, so I will be going after this, picking up my daughter, heading home. Um, that's pretty much about it. Saturday. Well, a Friday I have two clients to teach. Um, general self-defense slash boxing. I have a 19-year-old who needs a lot of... Um, Flexibility training. You'd be surprised at how many people who are super young who are just not flexible because yeah. they they sit on their phones. They do nothing but this all day. Therefore, they're not able to do the the basic body movements. Right. And I'm not hating you. I'm truly not. I'm just saying yeah. go home and stretch while you're yeah. watching TV. Stretch while you're Facebooking, while you're Snapchatting, while you're tendering, whatever you people do at your age. Just stretch you you're gonna... too young to have these issues so saturday i'll have a daytime class um i'll work with a couple of them and then that's pretty much you're it. not taking the baby to do any of the christmas lights the I laughing think we're gonna go christmas see, the yeah, i think we're gonna go see that i really want to do uh christmas in the oaks christmas in the oaks is making you pay per person in the car and you have really? to buy the tickets online well you we've put them never, in the trunk never done and that. then when you get to the gate you'd pop them out and you oh my god hey, actually to save money. Hey, I, haven't, hey, I have an hey, issue hey. so yeah, get back there put that blanket over you and do not fucking move that's <laughs> an old old technique and then, um, <laughs> but yeah they can breathe so, in there i, I mean, kinda, there's plenty of air i actually wanted to take the fam to the renaissance festival sunday it's still going right now it's every weekend in december i thought cool. it closed down the first weekend of oh my no it's still going I'll people are still there. going i wanted Rent to go I, I wanted to go but it's supposed to rain all day sunday Is it well, i mean that didn't stop people in the 1500s now did it but it's not the 1500s <laughs> jeff it, it's the fucking renaissance okay, fest but it's makers. definitely the 1500s <laughs> it would be fun to do like 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 she she's very interested in things like that i just i want to be able to do more things with her i am leaving for work from mississippi for a week um from the 15th to the 19th so i want to do something with her so like today i was trying to hang lights and be like festive and yeah we're gonna do this kids don't give a shit about lights they don't care about lights yeah. they want to see the lights they don't want to see the process of hanging the lights yeah. they don't want to be a part of the hanging lights they don't want to decorate the tree they don't want to bake the cookies they just want santa to eat the cookies as an adult i can attest to that and yeah go feed your plant <laughs> I'm just saying they don't they don't care about those things. So like like being a single mom, you're like, yeah, I'm going to decorate the tree. I'm going to hang some lights. She doesn't give a shit. So she where can care. people get in contact with you? At? What are your what are your handles? Is your time? Anybody need to thank sponsors? Give out your contacts. Uh, OK, who am I thinking? Um, honestly, start first with our Lord and Savior, Jesus. <gasps> thank you, Jesus, so much. Jesus Christ. El Jefe in the sky. <laughs> It's my favorite when he started off, you know. Honestly, <laughs> I like I like the Christmas um, version the best. I'm coming so up. So I, I I generally don't get into a huge religious topic. However, okay. I have found peace in several things. You can believe what you want. Um, my God is who my God is. Yep. Do not tell me who your God is. It's true. Is you that your first you? thank? Is your first thank? Thank you, God. You brought this up. I'm just saying. You know, Ricky Gervais says, "Thank you, God. Thank your people, and get the fuck." I was honestly, facetious. It's my daughter. Okay. It's, it's it's my daughter Ariana. More than anything in my life, you do not understand 
When you came to me, I was scared. You better make her listen to this whole podcast for this. She's not gonna listen to us. She could care. It's gonna be six minutes by the time the cutting's done. Yeah, (laughs) six minutes and thirty-two seconds. But when I say that little girl saved my life when she came in there, she saved my life to a different level. And you understand that because you have kids. Like they they come in and people can describe this to you, but it's it's different. Especially like like I'm not degrading or anything, but that's that's all I have and that's I'm all she has. Right. So there's there's a huge bond that we have. Um, other than that, um, I'd really like to thank Myron. He took me under his wing and he's trained me a lot. He's he's definitely pushed me. He's he's beat the hell out of me, but he's definitely pushed. Yep, the microphone, the microphone. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely pushed me to be where I'm at. Um, there's friends, there's families, there's, there's, there's very beautiful people in my life. Like Jeff, thank you very much for always being there, allowing me to be myself. Um, more than anything, the people who have put me down, the people who have abused me, you know who you are. And there are several people in my life that I still, I want to walk up to your face. Like it's, if, if you go to my house right now and you look on my whiteboard, there's a face and there's three names on there. And you know who you are. I will come up to you and it doesn't have to be personal. We don't have to get into any type of loss. We don't have to do anything like that. But I will look you in your eyes and I will say you no longer control me. So you know what? Thank you for screwing up my life the way you did because you made me evolve into somebody who can lead others. And if you didn't push me that far into the dirt, I couldn't rise up. So in the end, as, as, as hypocritical as it sounds, thank you. Because now I can take everything that you beat me down to be all, all the violence, the, the alcoholism, the, the drugs, the, the, sexual assault, just everything that's truly dug me down. I can honestly say thank you. And you know who you are. And I'm going to use everything that you put against me. And I'm going to lead other people out of it. If you want to find me, please look me up on my Instagram hashtag or my Instagram uh, handles. It's angel, A-N-G-E-L, two underscores. L-I-A. You can look me up on my Facebook at Angel Leah Spitali, S-P-I-T-A-L-E. You can also look up Myron. He's my coach. He's absolutely amazing. It's M-A-G-A-1123, I believe, on um, Instagram. I do need to double check that. (laughs) Um, However, more than anything, look up our business page. The biggest thing right now is we have a Patreon. Okay, we have a online subscription where you can learn self-defense, where you can learn boxing, where I will teach you ab workouts. I will teach you diet tips. I will teach you posture correctiveness for less than $5 a month. You give me $5 a month. You give me $2. I'm actually about to make a $2 subscription. Okay, you give me $24 a year. I will give you dietary tips. I will tell you about motherhood. I will tell you about basic self-defense. We will build you up and it helps fund my mission and Myron's mission to go out and link with other people who are low income, who do not believe in the Leo family, who do not understand what we're trying to do. So it really broadens a big, a huge picture. So go on to patreon.com, look up Courage Combatives, look up our website, www.couragecombatives.com, or you can find us on Instagram, Courage Combatives. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much us in a nutshell. Awesome. Angel Spitali, thank you so much for being here. This was fantastic. And I got your name spelled wrong here, so... That's okay. I see your notes from here. Definitely in Italian. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys. It's been it's been amazing. I really appreciate this. It's so crazy coming from, like I stated earlier, from sitting on that rooftop saying, who the hell is going to listen to me? You know, I remember my speech teacher. Hey, Miss Smith, if you're listening, guess what? I mean, you remember all these teachers. Is this a significant point in your life when Miss a teacher? I blocked them all out. So there's there's different people. Like 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 when somebody tells you, you better find a day job, it's not gonna happen. It's like, <laughs> so it's it's kind of cool. To be like, you know what? Absolutely. Somebody's listening. You know, I got people listening. Well, well you'll have at least tens of people listening to this yeah. at some point. So at no, least, you're at hurt, least you're lost, tens. you're abused, you've been through things. You're you just anything. Reach out. I've got you. I don't have all yep. the answers, but you know, what? at least I'll figure it out with you. Exactly. Well, we appreciate you being here. Appreciate your honesty and vulnerability and. 19th episode of the Fight Sport Focus podcast. In the books. Close it out. That's right. Was, was there anything else? I had questions about this. We're good? No, we're good. Yeah. So until next week, I mean, Jeff and I will be at Bare Knuckle Fight. Bare Knuckle. We'll be back coming at you Tuesday. And then again next Thursday, because next weekend we have a double dose. Yeah. Empire of Fighting Championship. Empire Fighting Championship. By UFC. By UFC kind of two-day collab. We, this fights Friday night and Saturday night. Yeah. Back yep. to back. Double dose. On that About 20 fights. One to two. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thank you again to all our listeners. Tuesday, we should be recapping BKFC 15 and uh, UFC 256. So it'll be an action-packed double dose episode. Guys, don't forget, follow us on all platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Fight Sport Focus. Visit our website. FightSportFocus.com. New web, new episodes. Drop in twice weekly. Subscribe to and share this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Till next time, thank you for listening. <laughs>